Hello and welcome to Dig It Your Best Podcast, where the rules are made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> With our fresh, fresh, fresh looking banner. banner over there. Our fresh new mic arms, so but, that uh, we can see everyone's fucking faces. If you watch this in video, which very little people do, but you know. You still can't see my face. We're working on that. Yeah, we'll see mm, how that works out. I might keep it that way. We're going to get legs. I'm going to sit at the center like a god. <laughs> We're going to get legs, guys. Jeez, my new legs came in. Wouldn't that be funny to somebody who doesn't know us at all? We're like, we're going to get legs, and then we just fucking pull up. <laughs> little <laughs> little nubs kicking. And then we get the little metal fucking legs. Or, uh, Lieutenant Dan, you got magic legs. <laughs> well, let's jump right into it. We're starting late today because we saw some shit go down. Yeah, we did see some <laughs> shit go down. We Why did. might I talk about it in this Perfect op- you know, opportunity. Yeah. Well, pretty much. We were taking Brett's daughter out to my house for my wife to watch him. Watch her. Sorry, you have a little girl. <laughs> Maybe she <laughs> identifies as a man. I don't well, know yet. Anyway, we were going out there, and there was someone. You turned in the middle of the road, and we were like, oh, shit. Then swerved in the middle of the road. We're like, this is a drunk driver. Yeah, they were essentially going down the center lane of a little highway we uh, have. Yeah, of a 55-mile-per-hour highway. Yeah, we all thought drunk driver. Now that I think about it, probably it makes driver under sense. the influence. Yeah. That's just what I'm, I'm going to yeah. land there. No, it's probably still true. But anyway, um, start turning to the right. No blinker. You know, when, same turn we're going down. So we're like, oh, this is going to be interesting. We've already predicted at this point that someone is going to get hit. And sure enough, guy on a motorcycle has to, is trying to wave them down to stop and then jump off the motorcycle. And she, and this, it was a little old lady ran over the motorcycle. <laughs> The guy was probably fine. Yeah, fine. He, he was off. pissed. Though. He jumped off way I mean, before. Yeah, he jumped off like it was. It was coming. It wasn't like she was just flying ass. But that's what made it worse. She was. He was way more mad until I think he realized it was a really old lady, and then suddenly I saw his attitude change. Well, and I don't know why. You know, was it because in, in his mind well, he had like that it, it AARP's more... about to pay the hell out? Or no, was it just I think like, it was oh, just like oh, it went from being oh, this lady. dumb motherfucker to oh, okay, that something's wrong here. Which is what kind of the conclusion we came up with is you know, that either she shouldn't have been driving dementia, shouldn't have been driving first place, new meds, what have you. Mini stroke, mini whatever stroke. it's going to be. You know, it but, makes me think back to when Grandpa quit driving. And I actually really respect a Grandpa for kind of knowing. Like the last time he drove, he didn't mess up at all. I was behind him the entire time. Uh, but the entire time he was driving, you could just kind of see in his eyes the way he was doing everything. He was going kind of slow. He, I think you could tell he was like... He just Too much is going on for me right now. Couldn't sense what he was doing. There's no way I can do this. We got home, and as soon as we came into the house, he said, I don't think I want to drive anymore. Well, at least I said, are was, you sure? He said, yeah. At least he was cognizant enough to make that decision, too. Because yeah. a lot of them exactly. will go down. And that's not, like their last thing. Yeah, not as stubborn enough to make the decision, too. Because I think there's a problem with people being too stubborn to give that up. Well, well yeah, I mean, you got to think that's a big part of your freedom whenever, oh, it's you know that's the whole big deal about turning you know 16, what have you. Well, just or just driving. when you get your license in general. Cause every it's like, oh it's, free, oh, it's freedom. You know, and that's, They're losing a little bit of freedom. I'm sure that it's at the point where family has to come check on them where they can't go get their medication by themselves. And now it's like, oh, I can't even drive to go pick up a medication. See, one of the biggest reasons that I moved in with Grandpa was that he decided to quit. Because I, I didn't live here at the time. Uh, and... I pulled in behind him and he noticed I did. And I was, I just happened to be behind him. And I was like, oh, that's grandpa driving his little station wagon. <laughs> oh yeah. The old people car, but, uh, um, the station wagon, the, the shagging wagon, as it was recall, <laughs> referred to. Uh, but you know, he was going and whenever I pulled in, he just said it to me. And that was before I even moved in. So if you think about it, grandpa passed October. Uh, so I guess he didn't drive for three and a half years. 
before he even ended up, you know, getting he used to really go to bad. the burger joint all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's just interesting how that ends up happening. I mean, I feel bad for the old lady because you could tell she was just out of it. But even then, I feel bad for the guy. He's just he's sitting there with this beautiful motorcycle that's leaking. And he got gas. registered two days ago, is what he said. Yeah. yeah. And I guess that does bring up the question of, you know, we were already talking on the way back when we stopped at the store to get these drinks and stuff. You know, it's like uh, talking about the purpose of cops and everything and, and where the law comes in at certain things. And it goes to that point of like, well, if we're going to have all these laws for other things that are up in the air as to really how important they are, then we have some that are based off of importance. Doesn't the ability to have and I, it's one of those things about freedom, right? And the way that this country's founded, wouldn't that somewhat fall into the line of what, at what point do we tell the law that it's okay for them to revoke somebody's driving abilities specifically because of age and incompetence well, to do so? It well, becomes who gets to decide that. Exactly. And and when and how? Because if if somebody drives like that for six months but never gets noticed or well, wrecks or well, does anything. If it's a doctor, well, then there's, you know, already you go to certain doc. If you want the medication or, you know, pain pills or there's certain yeah. doctors for, you know, medical marijuana in the States before it became sure. where yeah. you go to dispensary, you know, there's already people know a certain doctors. They'll just get to one that's like, he doesn't agree with it. Oh, well, no, I'll, I'll give you your license. So they all go to Dr. Philip or whatever, you know. Yeah. Well, and I don't think it'd be a doctor thing either. They already technically do eye tests and stuff well, at the DMV, and they'll leave it up to them I, at the ta- at the desk to see if you failed the eye test or not. Well, yeah, but that's the most basic thing. What about like do they do a hearing can, test? Yeah, when they, you can, start getting they older? can judge hearing or dementia so. there though. I, and I genuinely don't know. That's why I'm asking. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, I, no, I remember, they don't. They all they do is that vision test. They don't have, at the DMV. At the DMV, they just have that they have a beat machine there. Do they have a beat machine? Yeah, I've I, never I, seen. I literally sat behind somebody like I was sitting in line. Like three years ago, when I had to renew my license for twenty five or whatever, or maybe that's just when my license was about to expire, um, and they had they they were literally looking through the little binoculars that are mounted to the pictures with a pair they, of headphones. Yeah, on. And I then, think and I, then you're they right. had, and I, and it's very audible. You hear, and then you, they're supposed to lift up their right hand when they hear it, yeah, or whatever hand it was on. Right, it should yeah, be whatever hey, side. Yeah, if, if you heard it on the left side, raise your left hand. That, yeah. and, and that's what they base it around. He is right. So, because that's important too, right? It's not just about can you see? Can you? Right. Hear? It's the same logic why you don't wear earbuds when you're driving. Like but I would. I see so many people. No, do. yeah, dude, that's the dumbest thing you could do in in, in driving. And, and one of the easiest ways to mess up in such an easy way is to wear earbuds while driving because you can't hear what's going on around you. You can't hear somebody's beeping because maybe somebody's plowing through people behind them, and there you're gonna get hit. You can't avoid it. When I it's see dangerous. people doing it with one earbud. In, and then you kind of just can give them the suspense of like they have one earbud in so you assume it's because they realize the danger of having both in you also assume that they must have the music down low enough that they could still hear around it if necessary and then you kind of be like that's the best of both worlds if you're going to do it at least try and do it in the most responsible way you can well the crazy thing is is now that bluetooth bluetooth is in almost every phone anybody mm-hmm. has that drives a car just buy a bluetooth adapter for your car yeah like, and you can listen to your music in some your people car. genuinely don't have radios well, in their car yeah at all. Well, i mean then the tough luck for them they should be listening if, they, to if they're using headphones they probably don't even have a radio well or that they or their speakers are blown yeah, out or something. either way they never should have your don't judge them so i'm not judging them <laughs> i'm just saying that you're dumb if you do that there's so many situations in which that, can, that something bad can happen to you because you're doing that oh yeah absolutely and so would you ever be a judge do you think you could actually impartially be a judge? Judge Solomon. Impartially, yeah. You think you could? Yeah, it wouldn't be hard. You just well, look at the evidence. Would you be Judge Solomon? The reason Benjamin Solomon. The, I'm not Benjamin. The third. First of all. <laughs> That'd be sad. Benjamin. It just sounds more judge-like. Um, would you be Judge Michael Solomon? Probably. I mean, technically, it's my first name, so I'd have to go by that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't think it'd be hard. I mean, technically, you don't give leeway. You take a look what the at the actual evidence that's at hand, and then you make a judgment based on the evidence at hand. Well, see, the reason I'm not saying that I'm not saying all the judges. That little old lady goes to jail. Well, fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, if the evidence is against her, yeah, you got to be just, right? Yeah, to an extent, right? And you have to see what it is. Like, is there clearly something that caused it that was out of her hands? So, and and, and I mean that well, in the sense of like, it's not just her no, age. I, if it, is it coming down to like the medication? Saying, is it a new medication? Well, here's the thing, or right? a bad mix? Well, like is that when we, we when we drove back through there because mm-hmm. we, we were taking like they said we were taking Brett's daughter to a house and then we were driving back. We were on the same road. We got there. There was a fire to truck. To a house. And we didn't know what house it was. Well, I'm not trying to give <laughs> off specifics because then I know. specifics to lead to where house. Well, I was gonna say specifics to lead to where Blaze lives that is true <laughs> i don't want to do that um but anyways uh yeah so like we were driving back and of course you know there's fire trucks there's ambulance three cop cars and one of the guys that was there that was in front of her so it was this guy her and it almost rear-ended him yeah she had almost rear-ended him she had almost passed him driving down the center uh lane and uh, you know we pulled back up and our window down to see if she was okay because you know there's an ambulance and he just flat out said like she probably has dementia. She was talking about getting into a wreck in her garage, and then all of a sudden, she didn't say that at well, all. She didn't she realize she hit else. someone either. Yeah, she, she didn't realize him. she hit She's somebody like, oh, I at hit all. Somebody. That's a cra- dude. That that right there angers me to no end. It's like if you if you hit a four hundred, how much does a motorcycle weigh? Five hundred pounds, six hundred pounds. It depends on the bike. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a pretty. It was a full size. Yeah, I'd, right I'd, I'd say that's a four hundred pound bike. It's broad daylight. The sun wasn't in her eyes because you know sun's setting in the west, and we're driving east. So it's just like you hit somebody broad daylight. And how, how, like, I mean, dead on, too. Dead on. Yeah, like, it wasn't like scraped kept, it. She, she, she ran over She literally the, bike. Center, the dead center of her car ran yeah, over the wheel. She, she went dead center it. into the right lane. She, she, she was, her tires were squee- squealing and accelerating while she was, the bike was under her. Yeah. And we really thought that she, this was a hit and run because we, like, were oh, getting no, information she, and yeah. stuff. <laughs> So she started to back up later, not realize. Well, and I think I think that was that she accidentally put her. She was she might have had her car still in reverse or, or in, in drive, and since she was mounted on the bike, she just started rolling down yeah, the bike. But home dude reached in and, and said, yanked oh, her keys out. Yeah, yeah. put it in park. But yeah, like for that, like if I saw that situation right there, and like I had to make a judgment call on that, yeah, it's her, she's one hundred percent at fault, no guarantees. Yeah, but and, what? But what makes her at fault? And is it her fault? Is it? Something that won't be able to change, that, that, and that becomes even if a thing. It, even if it goes past something she wouldn't be able to change, she's still held accountable for it, right? Like yeah. she made the decision to get behind the wheel. It, I mean, it's it, behind it, her insurance. Yeah, d- yes. d- dementia t- typically with dementia and any kind of onset uh, brain disorders, anything like this, like seizures and stuff like that, that could truly happen in a random scenario. You can yep. have a stroke and never know it. Yep. Dementia, on the other hand, is 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 onset. It, it slowly starts to conjure itself. She ignored those signs and still got behind the wheel, anyways. And, well, and we and that some yeah. of that comes down to about dementia. She could clearly have because of dementia. She you could can not completely you can completely forget. Yeah, yeah, that you're not even supposed to and, drive. And that's the thing, though, is that and like, then she, what it, happens? Is the, is the state supposed to take your vehicle when you're deemed unworthy to drive because no, it's of your dementia? Property, man, they can't take it's, it. It's that's your what I'm saying. Mean, so that's can't a, take that's it, a but tricky. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, Well, then it's like, well, no, I have the car for my daughter to drive me. Then she'll just drive without a license. That's what I'm saying. There's a number of ways. Well, then around she gets it. pulled over and gets you know the same penalty you get but for driving she? unsuspended. That's the thing. And Why wouldn't she? That's what, until but, she hit somebody, she wouldn't get caught. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Well, I mean, like, that's the thing, though. Is that right? Like, if I don't you, think she would have ever got caught if she didn't hit the motorcycle. If she would have went through all that, no, and just dude, somehow did not hit somebody. Absolutely not. Somebody would call the police on her just based on her. I driving. thought about it. Yeah, on the drive. Well, like, like we even said, like we should tried. We call? You know when she was kind of riding the middle line. We but we tried giving her the benefit of the doubt because it was like, oh well, is it somebody who's like in an emergency trying to get yeah, somewhere get and are somebody. trying to look to get around somebody because like, she was pretty much dead in the center of the road for a second. And then she almost rear-ended the guy in front of her, which is the guy that stopped. Exactly. So I mean, it's just it's one uh, of those things. It's like they're they're going to get caught eventually. Like they're going to get caught well, eventually. But how long does that take? Because what if I mean, what if she the, was too the cost from, of a life? What if she was? Yeah, I know that's, yeah, I mean, that's what, the, hey, the but what if the guy was looking down at his phone or looking at the 
right for traffic or something, which, you know, it came at him slowly. He, been, he, yeah, he still would have been dead. I, I, without a, no, he wouldn't have been dead. Oh, I, without he, a he doubt. Been hurt. She no. was going 20 miles per hour, 15 miles per hour. That would have hit her. She was doing it pretty slow. I, it the fact that well, it would have hurt him, but I don't think it would have, it wouldn't like killed him. Oh, no. Dude. It, it, it would have fucked his legs up, I think. She still kept going. That's what, because what happened is when she actually first turned, she was almost stopped whenever he first said, so you know, like he waved his arms. Yeah, and she stopped. Then and went she back. went forward. Yeah, she, she so kinda, he, she, she was only a, going probably ten. She got up to ten by the time. Either she way, it's like it would have pinned him down. Yeah, it would have hurt his legs. Yeah, paralyzed. At what point does it become oh, okay just, that you don't well, make the argument that no, she shouldn't be driving? No, no, we're, none no, of us are yeah, making we're that arguing argument. I know, but I'm just saying, like that's like you made it sound like he would have died. I don't think he would have died. No, he would have. It would have sucked ass. He probably broke his leg or something. But I mean, was he wearing? He wasn't wearing a helmet. No, he was. He took it off. He took it off. Okay, he took that off real quick. Then no, he took it off and was because I jumped out the car while it was moving to go check on that dude, and I don't remember him having a helmet. So in the time we turned and pulled like 10 feet in 100 feet in whatever yeah. it was no but he he got off and was like and going does, crazy and then he took it does off ryan listen to this i don't know if he has that ryan, ryan yeah, we GT, found your doppelganger yeah, he was yeah. going i wish we, would, we should have been like hey man take a picture with us yeah <laughs> this we know your bike just glad got our buddy ryan made it okay <laughs> this guy looked just like ryan um but yeah like it, it infuriates me to see like this kind of stuff because it's so dangerous and people are like you know texting and driving and stuff like this this is sometimes worse because you're not no, distracted yeah. it's just how you are but it's it's every day man you know that's like, what i'm saying i worked at the hospital I, I went to emt school like you said it was every day yeah like crazy and it's, shit. That, it's, and it's terrible and that, that was very mild very very mild and actually for him to be on a motorcycle the receiving end of that he he got pretty lucky to be on a motorcycle and get hit by a moving vehicle I mean, I mean, he you was know, he, he, he literally came out of it completely unscathed. Well, yeah, and then but, and that's but, that's rare. But if you're in a car, that uh, airbags would have deployed 100 percent in that situation. I which, don't know, actually. Don't, it, oh, 100 percent. It, it, it's force based. The thing there wasn't a lot of force. She was running over the bike. Like that, I think a car, so I think violent. a car, it would have started just pushing against the car, maybe crumpled it. No, a little. dude, she was she still was, turned at 10 or 15 miles per hour and hit him head on. Yeah, but that I, would it, that would engage airbags 100 percent. I mean, we can, and she and she wasn't even going. Well, she, we should, can should speculate. We a, should we start a MythBusters podcast? You, oh, that, let's go get two was, cars then, and then let's let's let's. How about we still keep it as dick shit best MythBusters edition, and there's just yeah, like let's we could just Google how become bad millionaires and hire Jamie and the other dude. Why can't I remember Adam? Jamie Adam. And Adam? Adam and Jamie. Yeah. yeah, Jamie fell off the map, dude. Adam does a lot of cool videos. See, Adam's the one with the uh, with the hair. Well, he <laughs> and Jamie's a, the a, one. He's a special effects. Yeah. Guy. He, he yeah. did some cool stuff. It's a bunch of one-day build videos. Yeah, that's cool. Either way, I mean... Anywhere between 8 to 14 miles per hour is enough to deploy a front airbag. And there she was definitely going faster than 8 miles per hour. I'd say 10 I'd say is 10. about... I, I would where say she was probably at. 15, to be honest. She's still mm-hmm. going. But well, you, don't, you don't stop... You don't. You guys understand how slow 10 miles per hour is. Oh, I, no, yeah. I do. She yeah. wasn't going 10 miles per hour. She was turning and going. Think of it this way. Can you run 10 miles per hour? You could run about six miles per hour normally, and she. Was- yeah, so I mean, the average person. There are people that can run ten miles right, per hour. Right. Yeah. That's what average I mean. person. You say you don't know how slow it is. I mean, I do. I can't even run ten miles per hour, so it's still, it's still fast. But in the situation, it's you got to think about slow. it. How do you? How fast do you think you go down this alley behind your house? About this fifteen? One? No, no, no. In the truck, I go probably ten. Yeah, about ten. And, and I don't. Every, my car's lower to the ground. I go even slower if yeah, I have to go. Back say you have to go. I'm uh, talking the truck. The truck, I go probably eight to ten. <laughs> Now, there's the other girl, and it seems like she's flying because of relative space. Uh, the one I was telling you back here that's got the, the zebra car who flies through. She's, probably she's going literally going 20 to 25 minimum, and it's crazy. Because when you're in a space like that and there's no context for speed like there is on a road, it's insane how fast it seems like she's going for no real reason. 
It's like, if anything, it's dangerous. He, she's in a low-to-the-ground boxcar. You know what I mean? Well, like, why, it, she, why is she going that way anyway? Isn't it that if your airbags get deployed, that's almost always your car's totaled at that mm-hmm. point, too? It depends on how new the car is, because it, it takes a lot to repack them. Well, not only that, but like most cars like ours, I know yours is designed like this, too, because it's a Hyundai, is that when you get hit in the front, your engine drops to the ground. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, our our, our cars our cars are designed with the same, yeah with the same safety measures, and it's so that your way the engine, engine doesn't, doesn't go get into pushed back into yeah. you. Yeah. So uh, if I believe it's as hard as an airbag, but it must be more for it to actually just drop your engine to the ground. But that's one hundred percent totaled at that case. Oh, I mean, not not necessarily. It depends on how it drops, right? Well, airbags I think that's plus part motor of mounts plus your mm-hmm. engine being potentially damaged from hitting concrete. Sure. And then hitting on the inside of the well, if it did that, right? You'd ho- because of the way that the modern engines made in that car, your oil pan would be the thing that hit first. So you'd break your oil pan, but that'd probably be about it. Um, realistically, there'd be some hoses that you'd have to reconnect. It wouldn't be that bad, yeah. actually. I actually, it still I, probably cost about. Oh, it'd be a lot. Ten grand, but depends on how new your car is. Yeah, because what they do—that's just the engine. What do they do for insurance? I've been told before, but essentially, if it takes over more than half of what the car's value is, is that what it is? For what? For them to go ahead and determine it totaled. No, it's, it's it the value of the car. No, it's the full value of the car. No, no they'll, it's, they'll it's push. If, if it gets close to being, I mean, if it passes full value, then absolutely they'll they'll total it. But there's even a thing where if it's seventy five percent. You never know what you're going to run into. Some things get quoted and then don't get, still need more work. And that, that becomes a thing. Any quote you so get done. So they just say at 75% your car's totaled, even though it's and I don't 75% know. of the value of the car. Exactly. They say, hey, if, if the, if the repair amount is 75% of the current value of the car, we're going to go ahead and total it and cut our losses just in case we don't that. write a check and start doing this. And I want to say the that, percentage is lower than that. It probably is. I want to say half. I want to say if it breaks over 50%. It depends on your cost. insurance company in the state, I think. But. Yeah. That's probably a lot true, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 it. our crazy situation for the day. Blaze, were you with me back in high school? No, but you know what I'm talking about, right? The guy got hit on the motorcycle. But he didn't. I mean, his mouth. he hit a car. Yeah, he, and he had no helmet on, no, and he was. I missed that one. Yeah, this one was right in front of the high school, uh, and it was when school was letting out. So I was coming back around because yeah, what Jonathan year was this? with you. This was uh, my my senior year, so that would have been t- 2011. Yeah, uh, I I think I remember Seth talking about this. Seth wasn't with me either. It was Jonathan and Rachel. Well, I'm just talking about like everybody. I'm, I'm sure everybody talked about this. School. Yes. Yeah. That's my witness. Uh, but anyway, what ended up happening was a, it, it's funny just how different the situations are. But yeah, that's what I mean. Like for a biker, he actually got away pretty well for this accident that we were just talking about. But the one that I'm talking about here was um, so, you know, that the way that is, you have Jefferson, which is a really busy road. Definitely when school lets out. And then you have really the, the road, road that goes down that far down beside the new building at the school. Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, the road that goes okay, all yeah, the way down the to one, the parking lot. The one you turn left at at the new building if you're going yes. south on Jefferson. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, what happened is school was letting out. So both of these things are just maxed out, right? And people are just going and going and going. Right. And this person on a motorcycle decided, all these cars are stops, but I'm on a motorcycle. So I, of course, like lane split. don't have to follow these things. No, so what he did is he actually went outside of the lane and started passing the cars that way. Um, on the uh, Pretty much what would have been a shoulder. Kind of, you know, there's not quite a well, that, shoulder. That's a really narrow road. So it like, is. Was he close to the curb? Yes. Okay, that's, that's what I mean. I'm trying to visualize. He was essentially curb riding at yeah. that point. So anyway, what he was doing is he's going, and he was not doing it slowly. He literally got into that and was just going like 30 miles per hour trying to pass all these cars. And, of course, what happens, the person who's there doing the directing of the traffic going through told the person that they can come from the new building. So they start going across the road that he's right. on, he, and, and he literally hits the front of their car and flies two or three car links and then lands directly on his head with no helmet on. And he had chew in his mouth, and it literally locked his jaw up and broke it. It was all sorts of crazy crap, man. Yeah. 
But and see that goes relative. Like you know, mentioning that he didn't have a helmet. If he wouldn't have had a helmet on, I mean, the situation. Thankfully, it wouldn't matter if he had a helmet on. The way it actually did turn out. But that's exactly those reasons why when you see people with motorcycles, it's like you really need to make sure you wear a, a, a helmet because it doesn't matter if it's your fault or not. Yeah. Anything can get you off, and Dude, I mean that's crazy. If I damage. ever, if I ever get like a grom or anything, I'm riding. I'm wearing full riding pants, jacket, carbon gloves, helmet, everything. Did I ever tell you about when I worked at the uh, the hospital? I'm sure I, I know. I've told Blaze uh, off and on. This has been years ago, uh, but middle of the night. This is when I worked midnight shift. So the shift that Blaze works now, uh, it was seven. It was actually a little bit different, but seven p.m. to seven a.m. Yeah. Um, middle of the night, we're at the hospital get a call from the ambulance that somebody's coming in who had an accident on their motorcycle. They weren't wearing a helmet. They weren't wearing any kind of leather. They were wearing short sleeves or sleeveless yeah. shirt, uh, a sleeveless shirt and shorts uh, and didn't That's have boots on or anything. Dumbass. He yeah. literally had road rash over 70%, 70 yeah, of his body. I was like 70 to 80% of his body guaranteed. It was like, crazy. And did, he was drunk. So he was drinking. Mm, he laid yeah. the bike over. He was going like 40 miles per hour, going around the curve, laid the bike over and just, mm. and yeah. then rolled with Chelsea, it. You get I mean, I'm car. guilty of wearing, I'll wear a short sleeve shirt with mine, but I always wear pants, shoes. I have See, the helmet. I don't but, trust it. Because you get out of your car and every interaction you have in your car is a different interaction. Well, man, like, it's never, you're, well, I mean, you're I right. wear gloves and everything too. I got the glove helmet. Well, I, I'm just saying like, even you, for long days, you know, if we're going riding, riding, I've got, you know, it's a little bit different on what you're doing, which I know you never, you could just be going a block and get hit. Well, I mean, you saw what but, just happened down here yeah, coming can, out of your neighborhood practically. Yeah. See, like, that's the thing is that, like, yeah, that but, could happen any day of the week at any given absolutely. time. Statistically I, speaking, there's a thing that actually talks about that's a fake most, most people that's a fake have a, a wreck within their thing. That's but a myth. On. That's a myth. It, it's not even a myth. If you really think about it, it's a statistic that's obvious. Yeah. It's what it is. It's not that it's something that's, you're going to drive within 30 miles they, of your house almost all the time because most people don't constantly drive away. So what's going to happen if you're mostly around your house, which most people drive within the vicinity of their home, you're going to end up getting into a wreck near your home because of this the way that it works. Yeah, out. it's it's a myth at the way it's told because exactly that's it, what I'm saying. The way it's framed, is it's the almost issue. yeah, it's almost always uh, like the you're sitting too close to the TV, you're going to burn your eyes out myth. That yeah. was never true. Um, See, but it, it was to get you to like get away from the TV so your parents can watch it kind of thing. Yeah, this was to get you to buckle up and not wait. It gets you to buckle up right as you're leaving home. Sure, and yeah. to think like oh well, if I'm near here, I'm going to more likely get well, in a wreck. But it also is and true. To finish what i was saying to you you know if we go riding riding we will put on long sleeves we'll See, I, I don't but trust it, it at all but man it's it's difficult when you want to go ride and enjoy it and the weather's kind of warm it's nice to not oh no i know like, i understand yeah, why. if we go riding riding i even have a um a backpack type thing you should put on and straps around your waist it's a fanny pack no it's, <laughs> i know, I know. <laughs> I'll rock a fanny pack. I, don't I would too. But it's like cool. a, it's They're almost, it's almost like a little exoskeleton backpack. Like it yeah, fits to your back and it's, it got, looks, it it's looks a dope. spine protector. Yeah. And see, like that's, that's one of those things that like, you never know if a construction truck had been out on the road the night before and dropped gravel. Like, and, and oh, no, road, I'm, I'm about, um, over there by the airport. Um, I think I'm, I told Brett about it. Now you told me about it last time you were here. You, oh yeah. Uh, cutting through. And yeah, there was, um, grain or something from a truck right. that had fallen up right there. And I just had to straight. <laughs> See that's and that's scary, dude. It, like I would not like I, I would if, not put my life you, as long as you keep your composure and know how to break. But, yeah, I mean, but there's accidents, man. Yeah, no, there's always accidents. I'm saying I'm not saying that's a cure all be all, but you know you got to keep. When you see shit like that, you can't take the time to freak out. It's like you got to make oh, your no, choice. Either you're going to slow down and ride through it and try to turn through it, or you're going to fucking stop. They Which one are you doing? Mm. Do it. They're indecision, and that goes for anything, even motorcycle riding, going in a car. I don't give a shit what you're doing. Indecision can get you hurt quicker than making the wrong decision. Well, and I, I remember yeah. whenever I did my driving portion of my test for my license, uh, the person driving me around said that 
every accident roots back to 15 seconds of of a bad decision. Well, like, or 15 and, seconds of indecision. Well, and when you're learning, I think, that, I think that's true across well, the board, say, right? Well, because not making a decision is typically it's technically uh, a bad it, decision. Be, well, being indecisive about a decision that leads to a bad decision is still a bad decision, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 So, it, so it's it's one of those things that's like. And it goes with almost everything, right? Like you think you're going to speed through here and it's just like, well, if you would have taken those, it's like butterfly effect in a way. It's what you did in your car. Like if you didn't speed for these past 15 seconds, you wouldn't be where that truck is and then that truck yeah. wouldn't have rear-ended you. Well, I'll say yeah, that sure. with the, on a motorcycle. You really can't do like what you do in a car and get kind of in that zone of being like, uh, rush, what do basically. I need? No, not even a rush, but like, you know, that spaced out just going down the road. Like you don't even remember that you drove oh, for yeah. a little bit. You it doesn't happen on a motorcycle. You uh-huh. It doesn't happen on a motorcycle because you, you feel it. And yeah. the thing is, you got to be... Well, it's more. You got to be thinking about the. You think about ten car lengths ahead is what you're usually. You're you're always looking ahead. You're never looking around front of you because I mean, you know how quick a dead wreck can pop up. What's it called? Like uh, that motorcycle uh, riders get. It's like it's that fixation thing. I mean, what do you mean, like a a hyper focus? You know, no, no. It's like they're. I remember reading something online uh, about a motorcycle wreck, and they said that a lot of motorcycles get something where they focus on one point too much, and that one point is typically like a tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah, almost. But it's 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 a very specific thing they see that they just focus on while they're riding. It's almost like they zone out, but they're they're really focusing about something. A lot of times, you want to look. You end up wanting to look real close to your front, but you can't. You gotta. You gotta stay ahead. Yeah, you stay looking. Down traffic, like I said, a good ten car lengths ahead. You want to be the looking ahead for the next five seconds. I really, like, I really want a moped, but like I really don't trust this town. Shopping. No, this town sucks. I I don't drive that anywhere besides like to Brett's and back, and then down the. See, and that's the thing is, like, if I had a moped, I would be scared of taking it to work because, like, well, I the work, furthest I took it, I took it out around. to the the lake over by the university, Bringle. Bringle, Bringle, yeah. But we took the back roads, like all the way from. Like Probably we, going up way north state line. No, and we then t- yeah, we Dogwood. T- yeah, north yeah. state line went through Dogwood. That's a, that, instead be a that, pretty, it's a pretty ride. drive. No, yeah. that's, that's what we did. And like that, if I got if I got a moped, I would love to do well, stuff like that. But we I'd ended also, up on that part of Summer Hill over there, that deep end near those law offices, and that part was kind of like that was like, oh shit, I don't like this. You know, it was that's actually a pretty busy road despite yeah, no, being a back it's, way, and it's also fifty mile, fifty five miles per hour. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's and, high. Yeah, we we got over there by accident trying to get. Because we thought we took the wrong road trying to get to Bringle. And, well, no, no, you, and it was, it was very, you still have to cross Summerhill no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah, because you come out of Dogwood North Summerhill, and then you well, we, actually we went a little we went a little too far down. Oh, okay, because you can, and so we had to come back near that, and we anyway. But it, well, it was it was kind of one of the things that we've talked about across the board, right? Even before you got yours, one of the things we always talked about, like hey, if we end up getting a motorcycle, one of the main things that we want to be able to do now that I that we both have vehicles or trucks, if we needed to. So if you really wanted to, we wanted to take them exactly, like somewhere, yeah. somewhere, somewhere take like them, Hot Springs, take them to Hot Springs, well, drive like, to the hill. That's all very I, well, small. And for the, and for the people from not around here, Hot but Springs, me and him is, have done it. It's like a touristy little town that's yeah. kind of on the mountainside, and it's known for its hot springs. It's a very right. and it's, very it's, very lax. It's got a, actually a biker culture that's kind of stays down. Yeah, exactly. So there's a here. mountain that has like a watchtower on it, and it's very light traffic, and there's a lot of hills. So you actually literally cannot drive a vehicle, a car for real, because they're narrow roads. You can't drive a yeah, car we fast. Have to, we have to take down the forerunner. No, absolutely not. Yeah, you have to ride your brake the entire way down. Exactly. It. Yeah, we take the forerunner whenever we do that. Yeah, so yeah, but I would be terrified to ride through that thing on a bike because there's just not people paying attention coming front see i wouldn't because it's so open like you can actually see the road going all the way up and it requires you have to be so slow that actually with the bike you can outmaneuver any could a, vehicle could a because make that altitude yeah absolutely it, it, it loses like it loses um, it would lose um, power but yeah, it loses yeah. power you but could go, you're not going over 50 over there exactly well, no, it feels like at some point since the grom's so small a lot that your front end would lift up 
Because you are going no, up. no, that's not the way the bi- bikes are designed. It's not like a. There's nothing aerodynamic about it to give you lift. Like what well, I'm saying, in order to go fast enough to take you up this hill, you would end up having. Oh, to go you're talking fast. about leaning back. Yeah, no. le- you'd be leaning no, back. That that's just from design. That's that's physics at that point. Yeah, that, that and happen. all bikes are designed with stuff yeah, like that, that in mind. That's that okay. wouldn't happen. Yeah. And even then, okay, like a perfect example. Anytime that you design a bike, even people who do custom bikes, you always keep that thing in mind, and you either have it to where all your weight is dead center because well, it keeps that from happening anyway, and then you have you still have shocks to go in. So most bikes don't try to be front heavy to keep from doing that. Instead, what they do is try and put most of their weight at the front because you know it's actually a lot of people see people doing like wheelies and stuff on a motorcycle and think that's really easy. No, it's actually really hard to make the bike overcome the weight of its own engine because that's what you have to yeah. do. You have to pull well, that back so hard. That makes sense. So the engine probably the ground's like what three hundred pounds? I think no, two hundred pounds. The bike's two fifty. Yeah. Oh whole, really? Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. I, it's, I mean, it's essentially no. a glorified moped. Yeah. I didn't know that bike was. So but light. It, it has a bigger engine, so it's technically not a moped. But I mean, it's just it's in the interim between Is it the normal cc? Bike. Yeah, one fifty. Okay. I'd get a hundred cc moped at most in this town. No, uh, then it's no, not a moped. A moped stops at 49. It, oh, yeah. that's right, yeah. If it's past 49, you've got a motorcycle. T- yeah, and and the thing about that is also the, the classification of a moped right, doesn't mean that you, you don't have to have an insurance, yeah, since you don't have to have a license, nothing. I thought you had to get a license to nope. be on any roadway in a motorized vehicle. Nope. That's why, that's why some people definitely in the South, you know what's funny? People look at that movie and think, oh, that's just a dumb joke. But there are people who literally do like in Little Nicky, not Little Nicky, I'm sorry, uh, in the Waterboy where he's driving the, uh, the lawnmower. lawnmower around town. There's people who do that because technically there's no, there's no law against it in most Southern places. I would think that you're on a motorized vehicle on a roadway. doesn't matter. It, what is the motorized vehicle and how they classify? All the laws uh, say... The vehicle has been propelled forward by a motor. Well, I say, how, not you. How does the law classify it? That's what I would think it would classify No, the, the law classifies it as any thing with a motor because the other thing about that is you know those small electronic motors that you people can put on their bicycles to make the motorized bicycles and they only go about 20 miles per hour but you don't have to pedal at all yeah it's probably the same thing as the scooters it's the same thing it's the same idea as that so you don't have to have the, the scooter is technically motorized you don't you don't have well, to that have makes a sense, license but you're not supposed to, to go on streets on those but you you're can't. not supposed to stay on sidewalk but you're not supposed to well i mean you it's, technically have to go on a street to do crossing and stuff like that correct i mean you're at a crosswalk yeah but you're yeah. not going down an actual residential or commercial street well and i don't even know the laws on that that goes to show at how at least the one i rode in dallas like it specifically told you to avoid streets like go only on sidewalks well on avoid but that is that is that just for safety or is that actually a legality and that's something that's probably not made clear it's yeah, probably for probably them to safety, area. right? Because they don't want you to get hit, so you can't try and sue them. But also, they don't want even if you don't get hurt, they don't want the, you to destroy their little scooter. <laughs> you know what I mean? But my point being is that most places they actually say when you're doing that, if you're in a, if it's an engine that's 50 cc's or over, then you require a license. Okay, I was like, how, and that could still be different per state due to the way that the country's set up. Every state can have their own set things, but I mean, in Arkansas and in Texas, both you can ride a moped that's 49 cc's. No problem. No no insurance. No anything. You have to have apparently. A, you do have to have a scooter tag though. Yeah. yeah. Scooter companies require you that they are at least eighteen years old. Most require you to upload their photos of their driver's license. I don't remember having to do that, but what do you mean? Uh, for for Lime, I didn't have to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you, how old do you people Uh, because the first thing that pops up is a Lime S scooters fact from the University of Toledo saying most users or must users have a valid uh, driver's license to operate them. Yes. When the users register the live app, they will have to provide this information. I don't remember that though. No, but they could have a database that they can tap into. Who knows? But realistically, if, if you if you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, there are little motorized scooters and bigger, you know, 
Metroplex areas where you can actually roll around. You go to them and they're essentially provided like an Uber thing. You download an app, you scan a barcode that's on them. It unlocks the scooter's motor uh, and the motor has a G- the scooter has a GPS and everything to tell you where they are. They get charged. Whenever they get low enough, you just park them. They know that the battery is there. Someone will come pick them up, charge them. So it's essentially just a way to move around bigger areas without having to drive because a place like Dallas, which is in Texas, that's one of the bigger cities in Texas, uh, you can actually just, it's really hard to even want to get your car out in that stuff because it's just crazy. It's not like, you know, when we live in a town that's our city, that's still actually pretty big. Our city's 150,000 people or something like that, um, which is relatively, when you think about it in that size, I mean, it's big. So when you keep thinking about situations like that, you don't want to drive in a place that's got, you know, a million people in one little area that are driving crazily. It's a big change up for us. So we went there uh, and, and chose to do that. But they're also super fucking rad. They're so fun. We were, we, Dude, I spent, <laughs> spent like at two hours on those. Dude, it, realistically, yeah, we I jumps. know that if you were driving and looking at us, it, we probably looked, looked so like, like smug and yeah. ass. Like, like, look at this nerd. No, dude, at least, we were, where were you talking about him at? Dallas? Yeah, we dude, were there's down, so many people in we Dallas. We were in downtown Dallas, and it was so fun, though, because like, we were over there jumping with them and stuff like that. So we're we're just like... Seeing little thing and then like ramping over them and like pulling them up and doing like a little bunny hops with them and stuff, but it's fun, and that's just how it goes. The pain of learning how to use the mic arms and getting used to them. It's not using; I'm just having to readjust because I've set up. Yeah, I actually do. These are really comfortable. I'm glad we got these. They are. It's Being just... able to lean back in a chair during this. Uh, there's a ghost in your house because where a... the dogs are put up. There's a cat in my house. That's true too. <laughs> um, apparently, yeah, on the lines. Um... In Arkansas specifically, in Lyme's thing, that you do have to have a valid driver's license to operate a Lyme vehicle. Maybe it's different in Texas. Texas is that great state that has no income, I mean, no well, no state tax. That was saying it's required yet to stay on the sidewalks, which we stayed on the sidewalks. That's, yeah. We got in the road a couple of spots. Yeah, well, because we had to go across. Well, even then, you think about times where, like, there's a lot of roads. Like, if they introduce those in Texarkana and you're technically supposed to be able to ride them anywhere, you know how many roads in Texarkana legitimately just do not have sidewalks? Well, that's why, because our, our infrastructure is not set up for stuff like that. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's true in Dallas, though, if we're being honest, too. You know, I mean, there's, no, a, there's, uh, there's places in go. Dallas that still don't have them uh, because you think about Maybe situations like this. No, even like, uh, you know, the building that we were talking about that's over behind Redbone that's got that building that's dead in the corner there's no sidewalk on either side of that building because that building goes directly into the corner there's probably about a six inch easement on both sides of that building uh, and that building goes for a while I wonder if you rent a scooter I'll give you my six inch easement (laughs) I wonder if you rent a scooter and you get caught riding on a road around an area that doesn't have a sidewalk who's at fault is it you for riding the scooter in that area or is it the scooter's uh, owner uh, company that owns it i would imagine that nine times out of ten it's unimportant unless an accident happens right yeah who's that cop pulling over someone on yeah because that, that, that boy's on scooter that would that would never happen well you know what's crazy even then like you know when you have situations that bike that y'all like to make fun of that's out there but anyway I never made fun of that bike the thing that's I the did. thing about it yeah blaze did but the thing about <laughs> it is that's a that engine because it's a tiller engine is way bigger than even 150 cc's because 150 cc's is literally the size of the engine that's way bigger than that by space, but because it's technically not an um, engine that's made to be on the highway anyway. Since it's handmade, how do you, how does that result if you did decide to take it out and you get pulled over? No idea. No idea. Literally, it's a, I've looked a lot. It's essentially in the legal gray area. And the thing is, I've had cops stop me back when I was young and driving it, and even more recently when I go and take it on things, and they don't do anything. They're not even stopping me to say, hey, you shouldn't be driving or anything. Every time that I get stopped, they're they trying go, to figure out what they go, dude, what the hell on. is that thing? Yeah. And then I explain it to them, and they're like, that's cool. And then they just go, like, it's a lawnmower. Right, motor. That's how most of the Grom pull over. Like, I haven't got pulled over yet, but Thor has, and a lot of people and I've talked like, to. what are it's you like, riding? He's like, is that a scooter and motorcycle? I'm like, no, man. They, most of them are like, here's my insurance. Here's the, okay, um. 
what kind of engine? One fifty cc? Oh, four stroke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Do you do you naturally as a police have to kind of have some basic knowledge of things like motorcycles just because mm. motorcycles I would think so because the uh, way that they operate and stuff like you need to know like modifications done to them and stuff because I remember something Jesse did with another friend on his motorcycle yeah they both had Jixers uh, which are like 1999 uh, or 1990 um, Kawasaki I think or Yamaha. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know one of them. enough uh, about bikes. I mean, I like motorcycles, and I'd like to get into them. It's just, yeah, I just don't, I don't, I don't have the money. all the crotch rocket area, though. I'm going to get a Grom one of these days, and then we're going to make a. We're going to have to make that Grom life. We're going to have to lean we'll into put, it almost we'll like. we got to put the ass butt stickers on It's a Suzuki. And we have to put the ass butt stickers on them. Yeah. But uh, I like, how do we just. And what's funny, the first time you said, how did we land on ass butts? Uh, that's just what I called it. And it works. <laughs> In every in every way, but they were they were like really cool old school bikes that had like the nineties like pink and light blue on them and yeah. stuff like that kind of like early eighties that, that early late eighties not early nineties aesthetic. But like they they specifically said that like his buddy his buddy's name is John. He said that if he had something if John had something on his bike tuned a certain way and if a cop knew what he was doing and pulled him over he would probably get that bike towed away. It was some illegal illegal modification done to that bike and I don't know what it was. I don't know if I was also being BS by Jesse because I don't know anything about bikes. I mean, but... you could be, but there's also a lot of things that fall out of the law. I mean, you can do that easily with guns too. It's like, well, this this gun is legal in every way except for this one thing. Well, and that's <laughs> the thing is, I don't know, I don't know. What... Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, and, I and even then, when you think about the well, fact that the government an, initiate, initiated the, the bump stock, uh, you know, ban and stuff like that, it's like when that stuff starts to happen, you can have a gun that is literally legal one day and the next day not. And I think that there's something to be said about the fact that I don't necessarily know. You would imagine, is the onus on us as a citizen to keep up when laws change, or should there be something that kind of goes, hey, there's been a pretty big law change that can affect a lot of people. We're going to send a blast out. When you're in the age of the internet and how many people have that, or even just want to do mass mailing, you should, that's, that might be something that you want to mass mail out to people, even if it's people that you just know, oh, hey, this person has a motorcycle registered. If the, If they have this and there's a chance that they've done something to it that was legal, but now it's not, we need to send everybody out who has a motorcycle. Say, hey, if you have a motorcycle or thinking about buying another one or whatever, this is what you can do. And you can and you can send it to people who only have motorcycles. In the case of guns, you could say this person has a registered rifle. Uh, we're going to send it to them and say, hey, if you've done anything to this rifle that was legal, here's the new laws. It may have made it un- illegal, so go ahead and change it or whatever. I don't know. That's weird. I think about that sometimes when laws change and. If you leave and come back and you're not sure of where the laws are, what happens? You know, it's I like, think at any time if you plead ignorant, there's never an excuse in that. Yeah, no, but ignorance is not the excuse of the law, but at the same time, it is a it is a genuine excuse. So sometimes you are, and you know, one of the things that's funny about the way of the word ignorant is a lot of people think about it in a in a pejorative way, but I don't think that it's necessarily that right because it's if you really think about it, ignorance is truly that you just did not have the knowledge of the situation, and you don't have to be stupid to not have the knowledge right. of something you just don't know. Yeah, if you're if you're if you look at it ignorant as like a a derogatory term, it's like you're wrong. And some people you're use ignorant. It, some people use it derogatorily, but I don't think that that's necessary. Yeah. It's not part and parcel. You it's know? not no. And when you say someone's ignorant, I think most people would have a negative connotation about it, but it's like I'm specifically saying that they're just ignorant. That doesn't mean that just don't I have think the they're stupid. The situation that they just didn't have the knowledge necessary. About, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and everybody's ignorant about something. Exactly, because who has all the knowledge in the world? Right. And I think that, that you ignorance. Slut. If you get pulled over and say so like why you ignorant slut. Say like a speed limit change on your road that you live on and it yep. went from 35 to 55 mm-hmm. and you or say 55 from 35 and you're going and you get pulled over and the speed limit changed and you didn't see a sign like you played ignorant you're still gonna get a speeding ticket 
even yeah. though they didn't mail you something. Now, if they should have mailed you something because it's your residential road that you live on. See, then... That's what I mean. Like, there's enough things with the way that our government de- de- determines how we have to do things. It's like you have to register your property. They know you live there. So if, why wouldn't they go, hey, the speed limit changed on this road? People who travel this road for this reason, we're, we're going to send it to them. If they live on that road at bare minimum, then we're going to send it to them. That way, if they're on that road, they don't get caught. Because think about it this way. How second nature are you? If you ride a road often, do you actually really go out of your way to pay attention to the speed limit signs like you do when you're in an un, like in an area that you're not completely familiar with? Like when I, when I find myself in an area I don't know, I'm way more vigilant about being like, where is the speed limit sign and how? what's the speed limit? Mm-hmm. And you kind of guess your way on speed limit until you see it and go, I'm within range or I'm not. It's like on 82. There's not one for <laughs> forever. I still don't know. I lived out there for two years. I still don't know what... The speed, the speed limit. limit is, yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of what I mean. See, it, am I the only one, and this may just be because of my area and, and the roads I'm familiar with, is is like 30 mile per hour roads down like certain residential neighborhoods just useless? Like, shouldn't it be a little bit faster? No, no. Well, and I say residential as if there's like kids and stuff, but like, think of well, there's, the road. I think if it's somewhere like around you, around Brett, there's, we used to walk to school. There's yeah. gonna be all sorts of getting. 30's kind of fast, dude. You hit someone going thirty, they're they're. Well, I'm t- I'm specifically thinking of I can't I don't know the name of the road, but it's the one that's parallel to the cemetery on the other side of the road I live on. It's the it's it's you can cut to it through the neighborhoods. I'm being very vague for a very big reason. I know it's when you're talking about yeah, Sanderson. It, no, right. I'm, that I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, it's 20. like there's there's no houses that are on that road specifically, but it's twenty five or no, it's twenty. It's low. It's lower than my road, which doesn't make any sense. Well, maybe you shouldn't be in such a hurry. It's not that I'm in such a hurry. It's just like there are certain roads around this town that's like this should be like what you're talking about. It should be 50, like especially for like high no, little mini high, highways. It shouldn't. The road should never be 50. Highways is where it's 50. Well, that's a, yeah. It's, yeah, because like 67 that we're on, uh, you're yeah. thinking about highway. That's a yeah, highway. Because that's highway 67. Arkansas Boulevard's 30, like 35. Mm-hmm. No, Arkansas Boulevard's 30. Well, it's 35 until Walmart. And that's... That's well, plenty. Like three blocks. State uh, yeah, I'm not 40. saying it's not. I'm just saying that there are certain roads in this town that have really weird speed limits for no reason. See, and state line's technically a highway. It's just a. Well, it's it's a. It goes through a city. Speaking of te- at that point. Speaking of uh, roads that have really weird speed limits. Speed limits. What's the speed limit on Richmond Road? Forty. 50. Forty. I thought fifty. And then no, it gets it's to, it's, no. it's fifty when you pass the um well, Chick Fil A and stuff. It goes fifty when you get out towards that way towards no, where it's, Hannah works. It's yeah. fifty. It's on, forty. It's forty. No, it's fifty up until Chick Fil A, and then when you get to uh, neighborhood Walmart, it's fifty five. Okay, well, I don't. We're I, gonna have I, to look I, at that because yeah, I, I don't think I don't, that doesn't sound right. No, it's, it's there's so many places. I'll Google it right turn. now. Uh, okay, what is the speed limit? Does Google have that information? The maps does. I know maps will tell you in certain areas where it's at. Anyway, we've talked about this for a long time, surprisingly. There's nothing else going on in my life. <laughs> well, maybe we need to talk about the fact that there's nothing else going on in your life, so. But uh, anyway. Well, I, like, I like the community talk a lot because it almost gets you the, uh, it gets people like, this is a better way of um, getting to know us than reader mail in a way. It's more casual. I well, mean, I guess reader mail's more And we've debated targeting. bringing it up on either Patreon or the Discord of not necessarily, we don't want it to be a topic-based podcast, but every now and then. Have pulling, something the interstitial in. Yeah, with. like if, if people had a question or something, they really want to hear us, you know, I don't know why you're listening. want to hear us <laughs> in the first place, but if you do. Yeah, yeah we're definitely not doing questions for this podcast. Yeah, no, I think instead of questions, right? Just a, a, a discussion. Three and, words, max topic. And, not every and that would be what it mother. is. You know, it would be like, hey, what, and 
I see it'd be figuring out where to go with that, right? Because what you would use it in is you use it in situations where you feel like you're at a point where you don't know how to go to the next topic naturally, which will undoubtedly happen. And then it's like, well, hey, y'all put them there, and then we'll essentially pull them out whenever we think we need. Uh, but it gets weird. I think what we probably should do in this situation, and if anybody who listens wants to let us know, uh, we need to get the the Twitter going so that we have some kind of a social media presence for the show. Because Twitter uh, was fighting us. We will do that. Yeah, we, we've been getting fought across the board. But we are was going Twitter to be on iTunes too? now, but yeah. not for the name. <laughs> it was for my mistake. But anyway, if you want to listen to this on iTunes now, if you're not listening on iTunes for whatever reason, you can. Uh, iTunes finally gave in and agreed with us that the name is not in and of itself explicit. So that was nice. We get to do that. Um, but yeah, I think if y'all want to be able to find a way, if you think, I think what I'd say do, right? Every episode, we have one topic. Every, anybody can submit them or whatever they are. Maybe we do it through Patreon, whatever. But every episode, we have one topic that we'll eventually pull in. Either we start with it or we just go from a, a, a specific situation, we'll pull it in. And that'll be the thing. And it's just simple. So it'd be like Ooh, weird. aliens, conspiracy theories, uh, you know, which we already covered <laughs> in some ways. Man, Google Maps a, has changed up so much. It's like, how do you, there we go. Never mind. I don't know how I figured that out, but, um, I would agree. And I would say Patreon honestly would probably be the best bet, uh, for that kind of thing. Um, uh, but it's hard too, right? Because when you do reader mail, you are almost always, uh, getting patrons anyways. It's very rare. We get a, yeah, uh, most of our reader mail questions do come from patrons. There are some that are out, you know, I don't um, know. That's, that's one of those things. Look, blaze is interested in this. He goes, I want to know that I was right. Oh, I thought he was about to look at the access road. <laughs> I was going to be like, no, 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 cheater. Because the access road is 45, actually, yeah. isn't it? No, I, I <laughs> promise you that road's 40. No, the oh. access road's 45. I'm not the access he, road. He's I'm talking saying about Richmond. Richmond oh. is 40 until that, you get out past, and then it just goes up to. The Memphis. light that's at Minton Sportsplex, I think, is where it changes. Is yeah. there no like uh, speed limit signs on Richmond Road? Not for a while. I don't think that there is. Are you trying to go through the I'm literally street he's, he's reviewing. Thaw wants me, to be right let, so let badly. Thaw, I, was, I think that's a, I think that's a speed limit sign right there. Oh, but that's that's not Richmond. That's Gibson. No, this is on the right hand side of Richmond Road. This is a this right here is a is a is okay. a, a <laughs> blaze over there giving it the old ostrich neck. Hmm? I, I can't move. Where now. are we? I mean, I Can was I? just a delivery driver for five years. Would you eat ostrich? If oh, someone, absolutely. I would eat anything. Do you, At least once. Do you any land? Meat. Do you land on the side of uh, any meat? Yeah. Actually, we've already talked about it. You know, the, the topic of the the guy who had to get his leg amputated for a reason, and he did a bunch of legal stuff to make sure it was fine, and then had uh, a chef that he agreed to cook it, and they had to do paperwork for him, and all of the friends signed the paperwork for it, and the guy took his leg, yeah, the, pulled the meat off that. of it, we and made tacos. That. We talked about that last episode. I didn't yeah. think we did. If no, we, we did, talk, we talked we, about we, that we in talked person. We talked about it on the porch yeah we've talked about okay it. i was like we talked about that in person i just i was getting us confused then but like, yeah we definitely have landed on the topic of i would do the same right kind of and i think for, what was going through that guy's head had to have been like this is the one chance that i'll have yeah. to eat human meat and do it in the humane way i know where it came from i know where this meat's been <laughs> i know what my diet's been <laughs> yeah but th- what a crazy thing man Blaze was right 40 i thought so yeah uh, is, i'll I- be damned the delivery driver for five years <laughs> but it gets <laughs> to, it gets to 55 at the end not yeah. 50 yeah, he said it was either fifty or fifty-five down toward the end. Right, I know sense. it's a it's it's a fifteen mile per hour increase within like half a mile. Well, though. Have you ever been a- on eighty-two where it literally goes down by five miles per hour every mile when you're coming back toward sixty-seven? It's incredible. If you're out toward you know outside eighty-two where he used to live, 
and you keep coming back in, once you start getting into the part that looks kind of like downtown, it just constantly goes down. It's like you're just trying to trap somebody. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'd eat ostrich. I'd eat... I want to try bear. Do you feel like it eat like it tastes like chicken? Because oh, in my absolutely. Mind, it's just like hmm. it's just duck. No, it'd be duck. I guess. Do you think? Okay, Duck's here's, here's a the thing, different. right? Though I don't like well, eating duck. That makes light, me sad. Light. <laughs> Dude, ducks are cute as shit. Ducks are cute, but I mean, ducks can also be assholes. So I guess it's kind of just where you land. Oh, so can horses? Horses can be assholes. Well, I guess the, the moral of that story is no, everything can I be think, an asshole. Hey, would you they're, eat a horse? Dickish at best. Would you eat a horse before you ate a goat? <laughs> Uh, no, I'd eat goat because goat is more commonly eaten in more places than it is. Actually, isn't there like horse. a super rare disease that you can get from only eating goat? I, I don't know. Probably. I think. That, <laughs> I mean, probably. I think that you there's. Can, you can get a disease from eating pork. I mean, if you really think about it. So I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Really. There's a disease that you can get from eating cow. No, no. Like I mean, like a mad uh, it's, cow. It's, it's very similar <laughs> to what mad cow disease is, um, but it's for. Goat. Well, you know what mad cow disease comes from, right? It's um. Parasites, right? Well, it's a parasite caused from them feeding them food that has other cow-like brains in it. Oh, it's, yeah. That's what they're worried about. If people ever were cannibals, what would cause essentially mad cow disease in humans? There's something about eating a similar brains of your species that causes something to go wrong, and that's what mad cow disease I actually didn't know that. Yeah. I, oh, I, I didn't know that the reason... I knew that it had something to do with that, but I thought it was something in the in like a parasite that gets in the brain. I thought it well, was something along the lines of like, there was a cow that had a brain parasite that died, and then the other cow eats the brain parasite, and it just kind of goes through. It, come, um, it comes from the them feeding them parts of other cows in there. That's kind of odd, but I guess I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, that's what they're worried about if people ever just started... Well, that's why I don't mess around with like ground beef and like chuck or whatever. I just that's why every burger I make with that's well done. Like I do not mess well, around. Well, see, with if that I thing. get a burger, I make sure it's steak meat. Right, yeah, that, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, if I met somewhere and like I'm like, hey, I don't even do I don't even eat ground ground beef. It depends. Uh, like, oh, it's, I do. It's real easy to make for, like tacos and stuff. No, yeah. we we do turkey. Turkey, turkey tacos, tacos are awful. So is turkey spaghetti. Turkey oh, dude, turkey spaghetti for sure is awful. Turkey, turkey spaghetti, spaghetti is awful. Turkey burgers are fine if you're Turkey burgers are fine depending on right. who and where hey, makes them. And turkey beef stroganoff is okay. Well, I mean, turkey stroganoff, uh, whatever you want. I was like, it's beef okay. stroganoff. But no, what is horrible in stroganoff or hamburger helper? Deer. Oh, it's Deer awful. It's god it's, awful. It's, it's because it doesn't work well. It does. Like it is the worst. It, My it's dad's horrible. tried that before. We wasted it's perfectly good. Yeah, deer perfectly meat for good that. meat. Because I was like, it's ground. It'll fucking work. Yeah. Deer, deer doesn't work with anything. I, I essentially for me, deer is by itself. You might be able to put it in a soup and make it work out. Uh, but I mean, realistically, when you're dealing with when you're dealing with deer, the best way to eat it is just as deer meat. Just eat it as it is. Cook it as it is. You know, deer I mean, sausage or something. Yeah, but still, by I actually itself. don't like deer sausages that much. You like, deer I, jerky? Yeah, that's that's actually the most common way I've eaten deer. Really? Jerky? Yeah, my uh, uncle makes it. Y'all ever eat squirrel? Uh, once yeah. it was not good. Have you ever had shark? No, no. I've had gator more than we had, had your gator. Shark, that once. shark's essentially calamari tasting. Gator is actually very a little bit, uh, common. A little bit, a little bit less tough. A little less tough. Gator is very common around here. There's yeah. a there's a food oh, truck yeah. that sells it. Yeah, gator on stick. That moves. Gator on a stick, boy. And, like, that's honestly one of the coolest things I've seen in Texarkana lately is, like, this food truck apparently has really good barbecue. And, like, it never stays in the same location. And you got to move around. I've it. seen it. Yeah. 
Uh, I've always wanted to do. Food they're pretty truck. smart though. They they move at the right places in the right it's, time of day. It's Summerhill that I'm thinking about that is 50 miles per hour in right next to apartments and red lights everywhere. Oh, look, and that's that that's the area, near the area where I was telling you it gets busy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the part that doesn't make sense at all because you almost never can go 50. And there's a lot there's a lot of nice neighborhoods around there too. I'm actually surprised that no one's well, petitioned to get apartments it. Apartments in the those those apartments are nice. And all that. I, those are, oh okay yeah those apartments sparks the, well I'm not gonna say about loud just in case. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, those apartments are actually fairly nice. Yeah. I've been in them before, and uh, they're expensive. No, they're, yeah, they're. I mean, not not as bad as you'd think, but I think they're cheaper than what I live. Dude, in. housing is so cheap here that I actually feel bad yeah. on a podcast saying that something's expensive, expensive here. Yeah. Because I think it was like seven hundred a month for it. How many? <laughs> how many people? He, how but many that was, people? That was, the, we, that was the summer move in. Yeah, dude. Come but how many people do we know that listen to this podcast? Richard, Florida, uh. Portland and all them are Seattle. Yeah. Or well, they're Portland, Oregon, really. If we just want to say in general, because they're not technically in Portland, but anyway, when you think about that, that's when we say Texas, but you're, yeah, but you're talking about all these places that have incredibly high cost of living. Definitely where these people are at. The easiest comparison to make is Joe. Joe lives in Dallas. Joe has a two bedroom, one bathroom apartment. And he pays, I think it's thirteen hundred or eleven hundred and fifty, some weird number. Nope. And that's actually low for Dallas, dude. And I live, because he's not completely in the Dallas area. He's outside he's, of the busiest. Yeah, he's in I'm Richardson? not going to say no, 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 no. He's not rich. You don't, you don't say no. General? Yeah, I'm not going to say where. But okay, yeah, he's, that's fine. That makes he's sense. in a suburb about Dallas. Uh, yeah, but he's not dead in Dallas because it gets more expensive the closer he, you get to the center. He's, he's in one of the closest suburbs to Dallas. Uh, wow. It's only like a five minute drive. Really. That's still and pretty that's good. That's fast though. for Dallas. Yeah, but mm. eleven hundred in Dallas is well, dude, good. That's the thing is that like two bedrooms, one bathroom. And he doesn't have high ceilings. Yeah. I have two bedroom, two bathroom, high ceilings, and a balcony for eight hundred, eight hundred a month. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, you and, know. And he's like, I've 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 asked him before, like, how is your apartment laid out? And it sounds like it's laid out like uh, the links were, yeah. where it's, it's essentially no hallways at all, um, except for the hallway between the two bedrooms. Yeah, and that's it. And and at the end of the uh, hallway is the bathroom. Well, I guess technically it's a hallway then. At that point, it's just a weird hallway. It's a dead end hallway, yeah. Yeah, I mean, aren't all hallways naturally dead end? Well, they typically lead you somewhere, right? Like I mean, another part. Like if I think of a hallway, I think it's leading. It's it's a it's a bridge between two areas of somewhere, yeah. like well, okay. two living areas. I, I should do say. Do you remember the house we used to live out in the country? The interdimensional. Do you remember that it's all yeah. there, and then the hallway is just door, 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 door. Yeah, it's, I'd, it's I'd just, say that's a dead end hallway. Yeah, like what mine is technically is a dead end hallway. Exactly. But I would think of a hallway like uh, in a in a traditional house is like. This house doesn't even really have a hallway. because This house doesn't have a hallway, and it's a huge house. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, but I would say, like, um, like Ed's house, the hallway that's in, it's in the living room that goes out. It yeah. just goes out to another living area. Yeah, So Which is the office or whatever. Then it goes around into the kitchen. Well, um, I had a friend's brother who had an apartment in Dallas, and theirs was like a hall. Like, you go down a hallway, and then there's just doors. And it's like each one's an apartment. And it was like... He had a, it was big living room and a big bedroom and a little kitchen. But was, was it behind it? a door? Yeah, like it, it, it was like a hotel. Let's just put it like that. Yeah. It was like a hotel. That's weird. I, I actually think I would prefer something like that in a, in a weird way. Well, when you get into people like a, a lot of towns, that, and a lot of towns do this, or a lot of cities do, when they have a downtown, when people start driving away from downtown business-wise, even if there are businesses, even if there's a business on the first floor, the second floor will be, this happens in Hot Springs, Dallas, everywhere. The second floor of the area will be lofts. And lofts get pretty interesting because they're normally in pretty old buildings. And then what that ends up doing is that they find ways to kind of convert the building into a living area. Uh, so, you know, like Cody's, kinda, yeah, Cody's, Cody's was, old one that was awesome. It had huge ceilings. And it was literally well, it was just like an old a bathroom. They, they put redid. in a wall. Yeah, and then it was just a kitchen, a living room, a and then a big. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
It's just like there's no there's no real wall in it. It like, was essentially just, it was essentially a smaller version of this house. With well, no, no hallway. No, yeah, no walls. Yeah, no hallway, and then well, there's one there again. They put in like a faux wall divider, but there's still a huge opening between it. Yeah, and that like, goes it, into a it'd bedroom. Be essentially, as if you took out your wall behind your stove. I mean, your what? Your washer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, and, and it's just very open. I like stuff like that too, but something. Like, with, a, with a kid, no, and that's no, why they, that's yeah. why they moved out of it. But dude, if I was a single person, or even if it was just me and my wife, I'd live in that. No yeah, problem. I wouldn't mind it. But the, there's just something about being so open, like where it's it's almost like there's no point of like. It is the opposite of claustrophobic. You don't like it being too open. Yeah, I can't hide. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can't like I, no then, privacy. Then again, if somebody breaks in your apartment, there's nowhere for them to hide. There's no walls for them to hide behind. That's true. It's just open. But that's what I'm glad about. Is that like. I, I'm really, really glad that, like, at the links, dude, I was scared somebody's going to break in. Them. Yeah, But, sure. like, at mine now, it's like there's no thought in my mind about that. Oh, it's crazy how places can change. Like, you were talking about that cop that you were speaking with who lives there, and he said it was better. Yeah, and I don't know. And that's know, crazy, because, you know, that's a place that four years ago it went to was pretty rough. governmental housing. Well, yeah, but it was just rough. I mean, regardless of the reason, I don't really know what it was. It was just that place was bad. Well, I'm not saying it's rough because of the governmental housing, but like there was a lot more big families moving into these really, really small apartments. That's true too. Which you get tends to like lots of kids everywhere, mm-hmm. and then when you have lots of kids everywhere, like that, kids was, naturally go through their damage phasing. Well, it's not <laughs> even that. It's just loud kids running around everywhere, and and it's just it's very loud of a place to live, which is the exact opposite of where I want to live. I guess that's a weird thing, right? And it depends on where you are. Like, you know, you have no plans, no intention to have a kid. And I completely am fine with that. I mean, right. I, I think everybody should make that decision on their own. I find it very odd when people do this thing where they have family members or friends or just even random people that they worked with. Like, are you sure you don't want to have a kid? Oh, yeah, it's dude. fulfilling it's, in life. It's like, dude, these are people that have made the decision for themselves. You know what's fulfilling in life? Having a full ass wallet and not having to worry about any responsibility other than a cat. And yeah. myself and my wife. And you were you were hesitant to get a cat forever yeah. because of you were like, I just don't want the extra responsibility. And she's perfect. She sleeps all day. She plays when she wants to. And then she cuddles me when she wants to. Exactly. And it's just like, hey, you want pets? It's and like Tabby. Will... Tabby is the most low-maintenance cat I've ever yeah, had. It's... Actually, I'll take that back. The only other low-maintenance cat I'd ever had was uh, uh, Garfield that we had out yeah. there. And he was awesome. But, but he was essentially a dog yeah, when you think like, about it. I have so much like stuff going on with my life that like I, I need all the free time I can get or I will go insane. I think that you're phrasing that in a different way than I would. I think that by your standard, you have so much going on in your life that you wouldn't want to give up any free time. But I think that if you really think about it, the biggest hurdle you have for your true free time is that you're not on a set schedule. I'm on a set schedule, but I'm not well, on a set, set schedule. Like, I yes. know what I will work. You don't week. work the exact same thing right. every day. Instead, you work, like, you'll it's, move it's the throughout the day. It's the same schedule every week. Yeah. Well, it is the same thing every day, technically. It's just, Essentially, it's the same schedule every two weeks, if you really think about it. You're, no, no, no. It's, right? It's, it, no, it's Except it, for the fact that you have a weekend on and a well, weekend Well, yeah, off. I was going to say, technically, you are right. Because I'm off the Monday of the weekend I work, and then I'm off the Friday of the weekend that I work as well. So it's like, yeah. I, but at least so it's like you're scheduled for two weeks, yeah. almost. Uh, and but, that's one of the things that I think is going to help my mental health out a lot is just finding a different job with different hours. Yeah, like, see, because what I'm getting at is that can, I think that my what I do. the real stance. I, I, I was asking you about it earlier, dude. I'm not even joking. It's, yeah. it's really not that bad. We're, a lot of people take it like, oh, man, that must suck. I'm like, eh. No, Actually, dude, the, I get off. Everything's open by then. Yeah. I need appointments. I don't have to. Well, that's mm. the thing, too, right? Is that like, and I know, like, it's all speak and no talk when it comes to stuff like this, but, like, I would be able to... Um, I would be able to like reset my sleep schedule easy because I could actually uh, do that. It's not well if you're able to do it, you're able to do it. It's but just it's it, and it, it's well, hard to different, go. right? It, yeah, everyone's different. And it's, think, it's like you saying like you don't it really understand how I sleep for six hours every day. 
and that's what? essentially no, what no. I do. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, see, me. I have to get like. But before well, that, was, before that, it wasn't six hours. There's days you get like four, which now, that's which true. I didn't understand that before because I was working. You know what was it like uh, six to five? Um, if uh, if we you worked. went in six, yeah, because you'd go in early a lot. But yeah, yeah you had but, to work seven to yeah, five. Yeah, I'd have to get seven hours of sleep. Now that I'm on this weird sleep schedule and a lot more has been going on in my life. You well, kind not, of forced... not even a weird sleep schedule. It's just sometimes I have to delay sleep. There's been weeks where, like I told you, there was between three days I got like maybe nine hours between those three days. Yeah. Together. And, you know, and now it's kind of where if I get six, I get I average about six. Mm-hmm. But so you feel, seven's my goal. It, but, but as I long feel as you just get as around fine. six, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, there's still days, days I get around days I'd rather, five. I think if I feel better when I get seven than I do eight. Because, like, some by eight just feels like. You can get too much sleep. It just depends on what your body needs. But that's what's so different about everybody. Uh, honestly, when I worked midnight shifts at the um, hospital, whenever I was doing it and doing those 12-hour shifts, I would get off, immediately well, go to sleep, and then wake up. And, and like, well, my work's or, also not, near as, not near as physical now either. Well, see, that's why I, that, I, I think that's a big difference. That's why I needed before. Like, I'd sleep eight and a half hours every night because I was working my ass off for 11 hours a day. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and, and when I was working overnights, that's what I would do is that I would get off at seven thirty in the morning. I would go home and I'd lay in bed till like eight fifteen, eight thirty, and I fall asleep. And I'd wake up around three or four. Yeah, and then I'd have from three or four all the way until. Oh, and if I didn't have kids, 10. that's about what I would do. But yeah. you know, I sleep in the evenings. Right. So I'll yeah. go. I'll go to bed about four to between somewhere between four and five, and wake up at eleven. So, but the coolest thing about that was that since I worked the seven on overnight, I got five off. And so the way I tried to reset my sleep schedule was that on the last day, I was kind of excited because I was like five days off. This could be cool. And it's seven thirty in the morning. I'm already wide awake. I'm just not going to go to sleep and I'm going to drink a Red Bull and I'm going to sleep at 10. And I want <laughs> well, to drink a Red Bull, well, rub one out. Well, I'm fucking good. I woke yeah. up at four. Well, see in the morning. And the only thing that sucks about it is on the week. Yeah. And that's just because the shift in particular, the third shift that I work in particular, like if I had to go in earlier and got off a little different to be but like right now, I took a two-hour nap at ten o'clock, and I worked. I went to work last night at twelve, and I'm up, and it's like what eight something. I, I don't know. In, in, in the eight evening, sixteen, yeah, yeah. Eight, so yeah. I'm had a two-hour nap in twenty-four hours going on. Now. Running, running on fumes right now. Uh, I mean, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah I, got, I get used to it. But you're right, though. I mean, in that sense, it is different for everybody because the hospital was really physical. I'm pushing people around all day. I'm essentially doing what you were doing when you were driving around, getting in and out of the car, and having to load tons of paper. Especially and stuff like temperature that. change. I bet that took a real big toll on you too. Mm-hmm. Is that like when it's hot outside and you get into a cold car? Mm-hmm. Oh no. And um, what's even worse, the not getting in the air conditioner from being hot. That what was even worse <laughs> is when it was freezing and you'll dress in layers. So I couldn't even turn the heat on, you know, because I don't like heat on in the van anyway because it gets stuffy. But in the, I would get out, and so you start sweating a little bit, getting hot from, st- you know, because I'd stack paper on the dolly and all that. And I'd take it inside, and these little fucking old ladies would have the heaters. They'd, they'll do it in the summer, too. So uh, yeah. Do you have the, the office they, that we the, work in? They, do they have these heaters next to them. Every, and not just one heater for all three or four of them. Each one of them have a personal heater. And you guess where they want that paper? Down there next to that fucking heater. And guess what? I'm wearing, like, three jackets and a parka. <laughs> You know, because it's like 15 degrees outside. So I sweat putting all that down there. It's burning up in their office. I go outside and it's freezing and that sweat just, it makes you feel almost sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I might be being, I mean, I sound like a giant pussy talking about it, but I mean, it's sucks. To be honest, I mean, that's And I did it. I did it for five years. That's stress. I mean, that's that's a form of stress. It's just not The first couple of times when it gets cold, you're like, oh, fuck. But yeah. I would totally. But then after a while, it's like, yeah, it is what it is. It's kind of like when you're out there in the parking lot, it's 110. It's like, well, okay. There's, there's a great story that I, I want to tie in just because I'm curious because we never talked about it. I think you probably know what it is if I would start. 
Do you remember the story of the situation where you had to go to the back of the van and use a box for? Oh yeah, no, we're not talking about that. <laughs> oh, you had to shit in a box. What? Yeah. <laughs> And well, now, now the cat's out of the yeah. bag. What I, was I mean, curious, you, I was, you made it obvious the way yeah, you described that's it. True. That's his yeah. fault, not mine. That's true. But listen, what I'm curious about, I can't remember. Was that in the dead of the summer? What? Oh, no. It, or was that in the winter or it, spring? To put it in or? context, I had to go to a special place. It was way out. <laughs> it was construction the whole way down. Yep. Anyway, there was there was woods. It wasn't like it was just side of the road. Yeah. And it just, anyway. No, but how woods. hot was it? Because uh, you know, it wasn't hot. The reason that even came to mind is when you're talking about situations well, that, like that. that. Have, you ever, air conditioner. have you ever pooped when you're hot and it's just <laughs> terrible? Dude, whatever it is, <laughs> it is terrible. If I'm hot and I have to poop. I get stomach cramps, dude. Yeah. I, feel, <laughs> I feel sick. Like, Your stomach's like, nah, bro. I wasn't made for this shit. Yeah, it's like the hundred degree porter potty, dude. Uh, man, oh my god, y'all dude. know y'all know exactly who this kid is because we went to school with him and he was in y'all's grade and he grew up with me and Seth in our neighborhood. But he wasn't one of our good good buddies. He was like somebody we saw like we'd hang out with him if there was nobody else to hang out with. And I'll type his name. <laughs> You're my, an asshole. I'll type. I'll type. No, no. It was. He's just one of those weird guys. Like where it's just like I'm curious as to who this is now. He was. He would be like. Uh, he was this way in high school too, where he's just too cool for everybody else, but everybody else is just no. No, okay. we were good friends with him. I thought you were. Uh, That's why I was making sure. No, no. This guy was so he 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 was a dick, but he was trying to be a dick to so be he, cool. He was dickish. He, he, no, this dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Fuck that man. <laughs> he, fuck was, him. he was. He was a asshole. dick. But yeah. um, he specifically would like try real hard to be a dick, and then he but he would do it to oh. be cool. And dude's dude is. I did not know that he lived in y'all's neighborhood. Yeah, uh, dude's a a big cunt <laughs> in big real cunt. life. Uh, but, a bunt. But like he, he had a birthday at the fairgrounds. Oh no, I'm sorry, Spring Lake Park. And you know they have those big old pavilions that are opened up out there. Well, <laughs> um, his mom made pizza really weird. But it, uh, <laughs> How do you Man, make pizza weird? Statement. Do you boil it, Saul? No. Do it, you boil the DiGiorno? I'm telling you, dude. Like his mom made pizza, and it was handmade pizza. And the crust was normal. The sauce was, I'm pretty sure, just canned marinara sauce. The cheese was normal. The pepperonis was normal. There was an additional topping. Shit on it. There was an additional topping <laughs> on the way this that you said it. It's pizza. weird. I want y'all to guess what this additional topping was. Well, now you're making me go back towards shit. I it don't know. <laughs> it's it's obviously edible, but you wouldn't put it on a pizza. I mean, is shit edible? Dogs eat their no, own shit okay. when they're malnutrient. It's something you would eat. You eat on a day to day basis. Every single I day. eat it on a day to day basis, guaranteed. but it's weird. Yeah. It's in food you eat. It's yeah. specifically weird. Bologna? No. I don't. You, 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 <laughs> what kind of diet do you have? I don't every eat bologna at all. But you know you those kids who would eat bologna with the fucking red shit still around it? No. I was telling them that story the other night. It's sugar. Who the fuck puts sugar on a pizza? Dude, his mom. And is it delicious? Is it like when you put sugar on cornbread and it completely changes that shit? It actually wasn't that bad. It was actually pretty damn good. But... I do mean it was pretty good. Like it was, it was pretty good. It was essentially just sweeter crust, is what it really tasted like. Because <laughs> oh, everything else did tasted. She, did she only sweeten the crust? Like was it sugar on the crust or was, no, it, it, was sugar it sugar on the top? Everywhere, but it really popped on the crust for whatever reason. And like I, remember, I can see of it course, working. I was twelve, mm-hmm. so I, you know, my palate. I probably like Chuck E. Cheese pizza or something. So you know, but. We had this. We I had, didn't have the palate of me now. My DiGiorno. Hey, DiGiorno pan pizzas though. You gotta, you gotta, with everything frozen, you gotta spice it up. You gotta throw your own stuff on there to make it real good. 
I've never done that, but I I see the merit in it. I'm telling clearly. you, my DiGiorno pizzas are really good. They also taste completely different because my I, put, I, put, I put the I put the oven on 425 instead of 430. <laughs> I, actually, really really I actually take the pizza and I actually take olive oil and I brush the crust with olive oil and then do you sprinkle it with garlic and yes yep. and herbs and, and Tony's cheese. and herbs. Then, That's how you know we're from the south. I actually cook herbs. it five minutes less than what the box says, but then I put it on the I put it on the broiler. Hey, you want to. So that the cheese gets all wanna, nice and melted. Wanna, Actually, but it's still you white know crust. You know another way you can do that? You want steam? Oh, I think I say boil. No, if you hey. if you have it in the oven, just take a take a, like open the oven up and then literally just take if you have it on your fingers or whatever just you want to do, or it. even like a, a little thing to just kind of yeah. It, that's what you do with burgers. You, you put a cap on and you'll put a little sprinkle. So you remember those ninety eight cent like oven pizza? I don't know how much they are now, but I forget the brand. Might be Tatino's. No, the little ninety eight cent pizzas that are in the red box. Yeah, Tatino's. They're party pieces. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever actually put those in the oven, or were you like me and no, put them I in the microwave? Those, I, I, and I, I taco? microwaved, and then I tacoed them. them. Yeah. Yeah. And you the know, microwaves are 20 times better than they are. They're quite, the, first of all, because if you put them in the pizza, the, the, that crust gets crust. fucking yeah. hard. And it's airy. Yes, it does. And but, but anyways, back to... <laughs> well, hold on, though. Can we talk about the fact that I literally did that on my own without ever seeing another person do that? And that it was so hard to get off the plate. And it yes, was it trial was. and error too because well, I think it's it just because my parents weren't around to use the oven. So I was, I just, I was fucking poor, <laughs> yeah. And all we had just, was a microwave. Yeah. Well, we're just but alone. The thing is, even the as an adult, when I first started Leadwell, that's what I'd eat every day when I got home. Fucking <laughs> pizza taco, Dude, bro. It's, it's yeah. funny because like, whenever, whenever I, I was working at my current job, and I, but I was very first started, and me and Seth got that apartment, and I was like strapped for cash. I'd eat those a lot, but anyway, so like, a lot of food for a dollar. Dude, yeah, but. Anyway, so we're at Spring Lake Park, and his summer or his birthday is in August or September. Auto is as hot as shit, and we have this pizza that we've been eating on. We have this cake that's been sitting out, and the cake is like melty and whatever it is. And then one of our other friends there, who I still actually know, to in like IRL. I'm not gonna say his name, but uh, IRL, IRL. He had to go to the bathroom. Bathroom. And the only thing in that, the only bathrooms around Spring Lake Park are, of course, the the ones that are locked, they're, they're fucking terrible time. too, dude. They are disgustingly dirty. They are they have... hot. And oh, I want the fair. No, no, I have to take a dump at the fair though. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's not oh, fun. That's worse. No, yeah, dude. Oh, it's like I you're just walking. Have flashbacks, like yeah. You gotta go. You gotta go alpha shit at the fair. Like you just gotta go in and you just gotta let everything loose, not caring in the world. <laughs> but then you yeah, can't you get you your alpha shit and then go in. But then when you're fucking when you were emo kid and couldn't get your skinny jeans back up because you had sweated so damn. Oh, they're <laughs> sticking to your thigh. You need like, baby powder. But let me tell you, dude. Friends, like, when he, put, he yeah. puts a lotion in there. <laughs> my friend, the lotion, it just made it cake up. Yeah. My friend went in there, and you could hear him, like, within five minutes gagging. He was like, he was, could, that, that, that bathroom had to be, like, hey, 120 degrees. disgusting. And it's just, like, you had to go to the bathroom, and he ran over there, so I'm assuming it's urgent. Quality content. And. Brought to you by. <laughs> Dick shit best. Dick shit best. Fiji water. Because Saul's too good to drink. <laughs> He's turning the label toward the camera. We got a that. fucking sponsor, boy. I got Nacho Lala. Yes. Oh, dude. Fiji sponsor. Fiji, yeah. I'd love free Fiji water. Does anybody, does Fiji sponsor any podcast? Uh-huh. We should be, the, if they don't, we should be the pioneers oh, of people yeah, reaching this, out and be like, this is what they'd want to sponsor. <laughs> well, people, Do you want us talking about people shitting on pizza to represent your water? And people we, getting killed on motorcycles. We've been going one hour and 10 minutes. Uh, this is a daily reminder that you should have drinking four ounces of water in this one hour and 10 minutes. Hakuto, if you are listening, we want to throw in the, the thing. Everybody stay hydrated. That message is brought to you by Hakuto No Poet. Literally the only name I know him by. But Ow. 
Ooh, that ain't good. <laughs> I wonder how bad that came through on the mic. It probably came through. I think I knocked this loose <laughs> off the mm. table. It's, no, it's no, 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 it's still good. Okay. Yeah, if anything, you could knock the table over with its <laughs> squirmy-ass legs that we got on it. We need to fix that. We'll get that fixed one of these days. I like this little wall banner. It's very nice. If you're not watching this on video, then, you know, it's a shame that you're not getting to see it. It's beautiful. So much work went into this setup. Maybe one day we can actually have a neon sign, though. Wouldn't it be cool? It'd be even more interesting if you could find a way to tape the neons at the back of that and get them to shine through that still. I don't know how it'd work, but yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? If anybody's got a lot of money, listen to this, <laughs> and then wants to send us... Already chilling out. A neon sign? <laughs> yeah, we do. Hey, Fucking you know what? Shill. That sounds racist. Shill? Yeah. I mean... I know, but like... Even then, you're not using it in the right sense, right? In the shill, kind of the idea of like somebody who is... Selling a specific message with what they're talking about, but they have intents for something else to come from it. it, it Isn't that kind of what it, it, it doesn't have like to be Webster? first party? <laughs> do, do, do I look like my fucking name is Webster? Do I look like I was born in the 18 fucking 90s? What kind of name is Webster? Have you ever heard anybody with that name around here? Actually, yes. You know those names that when you hear a kid with them, you're like, you're a kid though. Like, you're not a fucking old 90 year old lady. I mean, Saul's not Gloria. nearly as bad. Like when you see a, a, and, a, a four-year-old named Edith, you're like, "What the fuck is going on? Culture has moved on from that well, name." The thing people. is, the thing is, it's like they're just called nicknames, right? They're just called nicknames until a lot of times. Older. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times it's like when you. What's more weird is when you go to school with people and then they have a name that's nowhere in their name. Have you ever had that happen? They're like their name will be like Travis, you know, Kensington, the, you know, and then another name or whatever. And then he's like, "Oh, I go by Blake," and you're like, "What the?" Where did you know, Blake come you know, from? You know what I hate is that when people get older, they act like their name's spelled differently than what it is. Or like, or like in school. They act like it's spelled differently there's than a, what it there's is? There's a girl we went to school with who insisted her name was spelled differently than what it is. And it's just like, no, I've known you since first grade. You're lying. Like, because her, she wanted her name to be special. I, I and she's mean, a really cool girl. Like, she's like, Annie knows her. Uh, you definitely know her. You know her. Yeah. You, you said you definitely know like, you fucked her. <laughs> you <laughs> no, definitely no, no. know her. I know. I've seen that look on you. You look but, like someone who fucked her. But, like, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, growing up, like, going through, like, elementary school and then middle school and stuff with her, then she in high school was like, no, my name is spelled that way. I'm like, you're lying. I've, I've, like, literally. Well, see, but doesn't that come down to, I don't even know that I'm mad at when people do that because it's okay. almost more so well, that people but, feel the need but, okay, to have Saul, that attention. Why it's, do you go by Saul then? Because I've literally been going by it since, like, I was been born. Well, didn't your mom call you that? Like, the reason that you and Seth both go by y'all's names is that that's what your parents called you. Right. It was nicknames for our yeah, for n- I mean, yeah, nobody called them. Vince. I don't really know why. Like, I do know that early on, like, that that uh, people in, in third grade couldn't say my name properly. So then they went to Saul. Like, I was just like, just call me Saul. It's what I get called at home and stuff. I mean, just my stuff. See, that's what's more weird is when people, kids have problems saying the name. That That is, I think, the most common reason that people go towards a nickname. Like, Kyrie's already kind of a weird name, but a lot of kids will have the problem of calling her Shirey because it's kids who have... I, mean, I had it too. You no, know? it's because she's shy, and that's her nickname. <laughs> that's, that's also true. She is shy. Well, and, and I, but, but my point is that that's already something that we're coming into, but I guarantee you if I told that little kid who does that, I know a couple, <laughs> if I said, hey, it's, it's Elise... They probably wouldn't have a problem saying Elise. I, I mean, it bad. might be because I'm tired, yeah. but the way you went in. If I told that little kid to shut the fuck up, that's not her name. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's worse is when adults do it. We go to the doctor and they're like, Carrie? I'm like, do you not see the fucking well, eye be right fair, beside the a, a? But to be fair, is it a normal name? Not really. No, it's and not. I'm not, but, saying that's, it's a, not saying anything against it, but well, I, I, I would, is, if someone said Carrie, I'd be like, okay. No, we do. I mean, but it is that thing where you start to look at, at it. At least they're not like, Kiari. 
Kiara. You know what's worse? You know those toys that you can program and say names? Kyrie's name was in one of them, right? And we were really surprised. We were like, holy shit, her name is in this little dog thing, and you can you can program it with your phone app to say the name whenever she does the stuff, so it'll talk to your kid. We were like, that's cool. We go to put it on there, and we ended up having to change it because it would say Kairi. And I'm like, how the fuck do you take K-A-I and, and say Kairi? <laughs> I'm not going to say their name on air, obviously, because it's going to dox who they are. But, like, we went to school with somebody whose name was literally atrocious. And I think you know exactly what I'm talking I, about. I don't it made know. papers. I don't know. The first, the first letter started with an L. Made, damn, you might as well be speaking they, in riddles. On, I love the way you said it. Like, their name, was so, their name was so atrocious that their name made papers. Like, uh, caution, somebody named fucking Leatrice is named here. Oh, Lord. I've always thought that was, like, a myth. That's not a myth, dude. She went to school with this. She was in a grade. The first time, okay, but give me a second. The first time I ever heard that story, they went to Texas High. So that's why I start to that's, think that that's, well, that's not true. The problem with that is, is that that was just kids not realizing that they were, they, she was a grade above me. Do you, okay, do you remember that there's stories about all these things? And I think it's just I people are trying to make, I'm not saying you didn't. It's fine. But if you ever hear the, the rumor about the twins named Orange Jello and Lemon Jello, but it was Orangelo and Lemangelo. Is that a local thing? Yeah, I've heard it in a number of places, but then I've heard people who say it in different, completely different areas. So it's either now I didn't hear them say that they heard it because that it was from somewhere down here. It could have spread that far, but these are things that have been going on before internet was the way. Well, it is I now. think well, a lot of it. It's like the S, right? Like nobody knows where it came from, like the true origin. Nobody knows how every kid universally knew where that came from. What are you or talking like about? The S, the six lines. Uh, oh yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's really called. It's like a culture thing that happens. Somewhere. Yeah, I always dude, call it the Superman S. A lot of people would use it for that. Dude, it's just like it's one of those things. It's like how 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 did that get so widespread, right? Dude, it's like the what's more weird is almost every because technically we're millennials. So every millennial kid, somebody who's somebody who's around our name, somebody who's around our age though. It's what I was talking about with the pizza taco. Everybody I've ever asked about that, they go, yeah, dude, you microwave it, and then you have to peel it up from the plate because it's stuck, and then you just fold it up and eat it like a taco. I'm like, how did every kid naturally go to this conclusion? Especially because there's no microwavable instructions on the box. You're not even literally supposed to microwave it. So it's just a bunch of poor kids who were left alone during the summer with nothing but frozen pizzas in their thing, and they go, I guess I'll figure this out. It was something kind of uh, long, though. Wasn't it like four minutes and 30 seconds? It was was a long time. it did not have... No, I'm saying what you actually had to put it on for. Oh, yeah. I put it in there for like five minutes. Yeah, it was something long. It would, it would literally be lava, and you'd well, be like trying to fold it up and peel it off the plate. Whenever I was in summer school between 2008 and 2009 um, with Jesse Buchanan, me and Jesse, we, uh, I lived with Jesse that entire summer. And uh, we basically, like, his mom would go to work, his dad would go to work, and we would go to summer school. Well, summer school let out at 11. Like, we were there from, I think it was 9 to 11 on some days and 8 to 11. You had no, to go to summer 10. school? I never went. So I, I had to I go to summer school in, for English because, and, I, and what really made me angry was that my English teacher at the time, I've talked about her before to you guys, you know who she is. She was a freshman English teacher and then the, um, she was a junior um, English um, AP teacher. And the last, literal, literally the last part of her project that she had us do um, that was worth 70% of our grain. <laughs> I hate it when teachers say that was to write an essay on who we are and who we aspire to be like an autobiography of ourselves up to that moment. Right. And it Isn't had that to, fucking weird it, writing about yeah. yourself. It had to be no less, I don't even know who I am. No less than 10 pages. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing is, is that like, I literally wrote out, like, I remember it I'm very, the, I'm I, the guy who likes these f- funny t-shirts. That's, well, that's I, my I, identifier. I wrote it out very vividly, right? Like I, I would use, I think there was 11 chapters total and I would use them as chapters of my life and what I did in those chapters of my life and what 
at the end of those chapters, I basically made it as a point to like, this is what made me like this so much. And this is who I became because of this. And it, each chapter was a standalone, like little story about and, why and, I like and something. And then you do the last chapter, which is the story that you hope happened in your life. Like, I no, hope I'm in Vegas. Strippers are fucking going down poles. I'm throwing millions at them. The moral of this story is what I've done so far has made me this. Not, but what I plan to do is going to make me this. It, it wasn't that. Um, well, what I'm getting at is that it sounds like the point of, I'm almost wondering if you're going to get to the point of she failed you because it wasn't enough to the point that she was trying no, to make. No, no. She failed me. And this is what really made me angry. Me and Casey had that class, and we had it both freshman year, and we both had her junior year. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, sophomore year. Um, and sophomore to junior is when I had summer school. But what really irritated uh, me summer school. is... Do you go? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, it's not uncommon. It's Sometimes dude is completely... I'm not even saying it's uncommon. It just surprised me because I guess what it really well, no. surprised me by is that both of you... I, I, I know that just, both of you I, had I pretty up, good grades. I, well, I, I ended up in summer you, school. I took, and during my sophomore year. I don't want to steer too of, far away from what you were talking about, by the way. Instead of taking an, an elective, mm. my mom thought it would be, I took, took pre-AP biology and pre-AP chemistry in the same year in my sophomore year. Oh, lovely. Did you have petty for pre-AP chemistry? Yeah. And were I, you in my and chemistry And I didn't class? pass because no, um, I was in there with um, Matt. Gaines, yeah. yeah, you were in my chemistry class. Yeah, I was a sophomore taking a junior class. Yeah, dude, how did I not remember that? Because <laughs> I remember there was you and who else was it? Wasn't Diego in there too? And he was in your grade. No, you're sure. I'm sure. Diego I remember there, there being like there there being I, I younger in people. Front of, I had sat in front of Jeanette, and um, then Matt sat to the right of me, and I sat in the back next to. I'm not gonna. I don't want to say full names, but this is Justin. riveting. But anyways. anyway, no, I failed. I failed it because just my math wasn't. I wasn't in a high enough because they because of transferring schools. I took algebra one three times. Yeah, and yeah. and some reason I took I took an eighth grade for some reason well, all because you didn't take whatever the bullshit tests were. I had to retake it, the, uh, and I had to I had it with Hickey, and I and I mean I made a hundred and four in that class, but they made me still take it in, on pre AP. Similar issue. And whenever I was in class, essentially I failed. Essentially, I failed chemistry because my math skills. I, I chemistry need, requires a lot of math. A lot of math. I wasn't because they were like, "Oh, you should be learning this in what? What the fuck ever?" I'm like, "Well, I'm not taking that. I'm taking algebra." Well, and then it just it was it was it was too Stupid. much for too yeah. much for a sophomore. Well, I also think that too too. I think sometimes parents think their kids are even smarter than they are, and they're like, "No, you can run two pre AP classes in the same I, year, no well, problem." Well, I mean, it was because it was two sciences. I did all pre AP up until my senior year, and I took regular English, and that's when I got stuck with Van Hoos. I didn't realize how oh, Van Hoos was great, though. Yeah, yeah. But no, that's how so I, real, I didn't realize how horrible normal classes, not AP classes, are. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. terrible. No, I took all AP. Uh, like I took pre AP and AP, which AP was a waste of fucking time because you don't get your college credits. They lie to you. No, they they, they yeah, flat they out do lie, not give you those college you, credits. I, I don't know. Um, because when we went to take the test, it was funny. I took AP Anatomy, right? I was a junior, and me and um, Tyler Watley were in there, and then the rest were like the the they were we were juniors, we were juniors, and the rest were seniors. There was only eight people in that class, so the other six were the top six of their class. So you know, you go take the AP test in the year, right? I, right? I go in there, and I'm just like, oh man, fucking test. You know, it's like because it's right before you get out for the summer, and we start taking it, and it's asking me some questions. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm going to skip that one. Maybe that's a fluke. Second one was, because it's like, if this if this parent donkey had this, and this had this, and shit, we'd never learn. And then the next one was like, well, if the X genome mixed with the... I, like, <laughs> I just started like, <laughs> I looked around, <laughs> and there was one girl in tears. 
Yeah, dude. I'm not even fucking like, you know, because she was Arkansas like number two in her class. She was in ridiculous. tears. And then the other, I wish I remember these. I'll talk to you about it later because I don't want to give everybody's names. But this other dude was looking like he's about to pull his hair out. And I just started like, <laughs> so I started riding to the fucking, I didn't care. I was like, I'm going to finish this turn in. Fuck it. You know, because no one. See, I no got, one got it. Did, did anybody have their go-to test thing when they didn't know an answer of how to how to bullshit your no, way dude, through it? No, that's. Hey, I bullshitted through. I took the ACT one time <clears> after two hours of sleep. Bullshitted it and got a twenty-six. Dude, it's so amazing. I got a twenty-four. Forgot that we were <laughs> we doing got the it. same score. Yeah, yeah, like I didn't I, even like. There was a lot of stuff. If I didn't know it, fuck it, moving. I, I go a, back and do do do. I got a thirty-two. Technically, I am a horrible. Dude, y'all are gonna laugh your asses off at the way that mine is. I think I'll say like a twelve. It's because of culture. No, I got a twenty-four, but it was a very similar situation. I forgot that what they had done is because a lot of kids in the area couldn't afford to take the ACT and did it outside of school. They did it. They did uh, that uh, free one. They did school. it during the did. day. Yeah, right, and, in the cafeteria. <clears throat> no, mine no, was in the classroom. Yeah, it was in the classrooms in that new building. Well, that's unusual. I was. Well, in the you were great above him, and he was great above yeah, me. Yeah, two years so, great. Two uh, no, I wasn't gonna do it until the counselor was like, "Well, you pretty much have to." To even, I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to this community college. I don't have high hopes for myself." Well, the, the crazy thing is, is that you, and you well, got and then, like a and above then, 25. You got right no, the scar. No, when I went to, when I talked to the counselor at the college, she's like, why are you going here? And she's like, you took, and you made your 26 on it? I was like, yeah. She's like, you got decent grades. I like, yeah. She goes, well, why are you going? I was like, yeah, I can't afford to go anywhere else. I'm just going to be real with you. Well, you could have got scholarships. I'm, yeah, but no one showed me how to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I didn't mean, want to go to college. I, I, I knew I, knew I didn't want story, to. Yeah, but, anyway. but similar situation of your HCT thing, and they let you get back to yours. Yeah, we're, uh, sorry. We're, we're way, real, real way far. away from yours. Uh, but yeah, I had a similar thing where I had completely forgotten. It was a Monday. Went through the whole weekend, completely forgotten. Slept like absolute oh, yeah, dog no, shit the I, night before. Didn't eat breakfast. Get to, work, get to school. And they're like, Some are you, game had just came out. Are you was, ready? Yeah, they're like, are you ready to do uh, your ACT? And I was like, oh, shit. And they were like, yeah, I hope you had a good breakfast. You know, you need to eat before you do this. You can think. And I was like, no, no I, I usually eat the free breakfast. I, I was like, <laughs> I didn't eat. I slept two hours or somewhere around. Yeah. It was bad. And I was like, That's how mine uh, was. dude, I was trying to fall asleep. So here's, but here's my go-to thing. And I'm surprised I got a 24. Answers that I knew, I'd just go for. But anything that I didn't know, I would look at what I'd answered so far. And then my brain would go, if you were playing Guitar Hero and there was going to be a series of notes in a solo, what would look fun <laughs> solo? I literally, like, I, would with, just fill it in. I literally looked and at it, it and went with gut instinct every time. If I yeah, didn't know. No, yeah, but that, that's what I was telling um, my sister when she went to take it. I was like, look, you're, everyone gets caught up on these questions. And I'm like, in the reading, read the questions before you read the passage. Mm-hmm. You know, simple stuff like that. I was a good test taker. I was a horrible student. I didn't like to go to well, school. And that the bigger problem, too, is that the tests actually give you more incentive to learn how to bullshit them than they do to actually learn. Yeah. It's like if you just can learn how to be a good test taker, you can be dumb as hell and just yeah. get to the test. And it's like, but that's not, that's why tests are such a weird thing. And so many people are noticing well, that. And, and that's why people who are, did get straight A's, Valor Victorians, still get like, you know, like 18s on the ACT. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. people like that, and a I, lot of people. I mean, well, I mean, it's di- there's different kinds of intelligence, and well, even then, I think those people, a lot of people who do really good and are like that because they have time. The the stress that a test puts on you because of the pressure and the timed aspect, and it's like everybody's quiet, and it, it's just it's so different that I think a lot of people end up doing worse than they sh- than they really would. Not not because they didn't know it, but because there was so much weird stress, and it's like you know when you're so stressed sometimes that you start to forget how to do basic things, and you like I need to calm down, <laughs> and then sometimes that doesn't happen, and you get into this weird feedback loop of getting more and more stressed, and by the time it's done, oh. like you're talking about, there's kids who are crying and being well, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna get done, and you gotta think about yeah. it. These are kids who probably think that they're going somewhere with their life, and now this test that they're starting to fuck up on, and they're forgetting how to do basic things, and they start going, if I fuck up with this, I don't go to college, I don't get to do this job, and then it just becomes a feedback loop. 
with that shit until they get to the point where they're like, I can't even finish the test. One of the smartest people I know literally went through and did not finish the test because they were like, I just got in my head. I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't even know what See, to do. See, tests never stressed me out. Just I could never do homework. I was working. Yeah, but did you really, I worked a shitload during Like high you school. just talked about, what did, did you, you really mean, think your prospects were? Did you really, just like me, I was like, I'm not going to go to college. I can't afford it. Yeah. There's Even if I could. I don't have, my parents won't help me. I actually got a full ride scholarship my parents somewhere didn't give and didn't me somewhere. take it. But I'll, that's a different oh, story. I mean, and like even when I went to college in town, my parents didn't just give me a place to stay. You know, that, exactly. that's a whole story. But Yeah, exactly. So, so it's. But Saul, so going back to your story about the, the the paper, why did you fail, and why did you have to go to summer school because of it? So, <clears throat> I wrote that. I think it ended up being twelve pages long by the end of everything. That's good. And you were over the minimum, right? I was way over the minimum. Uh, and I remember what we had to have. It had to be in a uh, folder with prongs, and the prongs had to be what held the paper together. That's just weird, dude. I'm telling you, if I told you the name of that teacher, you oh, would I know, know who you're talking about. Yeah, you'd I'm be like, fairly that positive. makes one hundred percent. Start with sense. an S. No, starts with a T. Uh, yeah, Brent yep. knows exactly I know you're talking about. about. But um, so I remember, like, I did not have one of those photos that had prongs because we're in high school, not elementary school. So, like, I had to go to Walmart and get, I got a blue folder. Me and Casey went. I got a blue folder. He got a red folder. And, like, I literally put my paper in there, put the prongs out, uh, folded it over, wrote my name on the front. It already had a front, basically, cover letter mm-hmm. um, uh, when it was typed out. And then uh, the next day, we get in her class, and she had the two baskets on her desk to turn in and then pick up. We, me and Casey both, I went and set mine in. Casey went in and set his in. And then I get called into her classroom as I'm walking down the hallway during, like, the last week of sophomore high school. She's like, I need to talk to you. You need to turn in your, uh, your, into the, your project, your autobiography. And I was like, I was the first one to turn it in. She's like, no, you weren't. I didn't get yours. I said, did you get Casey Cars? And she said, yes. And I said, you got mine because mine was under his. I was like, so you couldn't have picked up his and not had mine. And she said, I didn't get yours. Let me get yours. And I said, it's on my computer. I'm going to go home and reprint it out. It's like, okay. And I went home that night and I printed it out, took it back up to her and handed it in. Substitute teacher. Oh. And then so, and this was a Friday or maybe it was a Thursday, but it was, I'm pretty sure it was a Friday. And I said, I couldn't turn it in. You are talking about dog lady, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, Just being sure. And substitute teacher. So I was like, I told the substitute, I'm like, hey, I need you to put this in a very specific spot somewhere that missed her. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere oh, she will God. find this. And you knew her, but I don't know that you ever had her. Yeah. And, it, and the substitute teacher, uh, Kai, not, what's his name? Kingsley, Kindly, whatever his name. It's, he's really, really cool Asian guy. Really, really short, but he was the one of the ones that were like, you he guys are too, here. He was almost too cool. He, he almost was like, you guys are here. Y'all know what to do. I'll see if y'all have a question, raise your hand. And he'd sit back and be on his computer all day. You know what's crazy? Um, the teachers who were like that. You remember yeah. did you ever have Miss Young? No. Speech class. She was the one uh, yes. not, not yeah, speech, but public public speaking. Or North Heights. Uh, uh maybe. She was at she was at Arkansas High the was, time that I moved in. She was oral communications at Home Ec. Oral Corm yeah, oral yeah. comms. That's what it was. Um, uh yeah, that one dude, she was like that just as a teacher. Yeah. With, she was super cool, dude. But she was almost too cool to the point where I want you to finish your story, but I want to come back to that because there's one person that I know you know that's like, How the hell did he get through all this shit in school without any issue? But go ahead and finish your okay. story. But uh anyway, so like I handed it to the substitute teacher. And I told him, and then I actually had another copy in my backpack, and I walked across the hall, and across the hall at Miss Turner in the in the freshman, I don't even care if I said her name, in the freshman building was, she doesn't teach anymore, she's retired. Yeah, um, I mean, doesn't matter. Uh, but, uh, I just said Miss Young's name, no problem. Right. There's not a first name attached to that. So. Uh-uh. Uh, but so across the hall from Miss Young is Miss Patsy. And Miss mm-hmm. Patsy, I, I don't know if y'all met her, but she retired while I was in high school, and I, I, I guess at this point she probably would have retired with y'all first year. And I told her, I'm like, hey, 
I have this uh, autobiography. It's 10 pages. At this point, it was stapled together because I didn't have another folder. And I said, this is for Miss Turner. Can you please give this to her? And I said, there's a sub in there now. And I said, I only have until like three more days until I can turn it in because this was, a, this is a, like, this is one of those weird years where um, the uh, uh, last day was in the middle of the week for mm, school. Yeah. So she's like, okay. I was like, I handed it to the sub, but if, if he doesn't give it to her or loses it or whatever, and she doesn't find it, here's this one. She's like, okay. So come back Monday, ask me to like, Hey, you got my report, right? She said, nope. I said, oh, okay. So the sub didn't give it to you. She said, nope. I said, one second. And I went and got it from Miss Patsy. And he was like, here you go. Now you have it. She's like, can't take this. This isn't in a prong folder. I said, I don't have a prong folder. She's like, well, today's your last day to turn this in. You got to bring it back with a prong folder. I was like, how, how am I supposed to, I supposed to go school? to Walmart and get a prong folder? I'm in school. And she's like, you better find somebody with a prong folder. Nobody in high school had prong folders. Well, who normally so used So I that? literally, I went to every teacher on freshman hall, and I was like, like please, tell me, please tell me you have a prong folder. Please tell me you have a prong folder. And none of them had prong folders that they could give me because there was already their material and stuff in it. And they're like, if we give you this, they're like, this has other people's names and stuff on it. You can't just turn this in. Yeah. And, of course, Miss Turner was doing this because Miss Turner hated me and Casey. So, of course, she flunked me for that. I was at a night. I was at a 98. For her, for her class. Holy shit, guys. I just found a fucking re- wedding ring. This, 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 I was this, slipping it off so Saul wouldn't see it on me. This, no, you're, uh, trying to, you're trying to put it on your cock down there. Just, mm-hmm. mm, this, yeah. this 70% quote-unquote brought me from <laughs> My a... My wedding ring doubles as a cock ring. Brought me from a 98 <laughs> overall score in her class... To a 50. 47. Oh, well, that's pretty close. And I failed. So I had to retake it to get that credit. That's the reason why high school is a bunch of bullshit. Well, since you have to go pee in another room because of your weird thing, you want to grab me a bottle of water on the way back in? What is this? Me it's too. a laptop charger. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know why you have the laptop. You can fact check. I'm like, actually, Blaze, the uh, speed limit is it's 50. 40. <laughs> it's 40, but there's a subject partition to go into... <laughs> But you see the flux capacitor at this point, and then makes it no. Uh, do you remember Blake? And I'm not going to go more than that. Uh, bigger guy, uh, yeah. buff. You know what I'm talking about? Asshole. Yeah. And, I mean, asshole in the weirdest way, right? It's like I didn't even really dislike him, but he he, he was generally he he would have he was a bully. That's he right. had no care for anyone else, uh, oh. and, and what they like, he wouldn't care what they felt in the situation. Uh, we had him in Miss Young's class, and. What I was getting at with her is like, it's crazy to me. And it, I think it says a lot about the, the teaching structure in a lot of places that this even could happen or maybe even how useless the class really was. Well, most of high school is useless. Yeah. A lot. And you got to think these, a lot of these people are making less than what I am now. And that's what I mean. And right. Just, it's a basic degree and I'm so not trying is, to demean teachers. You it's some, yeah. I mean, and a lot of these kids are fucking assholes. Well, it's like people like we talked about Van Hoos, right? Van Hoos was a, actually a great teacher. Yeah. But the was problem was, is he was a great man. teacher who was doing work below his 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 level if you're really going to talk about it he was someone who was very educated and loved english and sure tried to portray that across other AP. people he didn't get the pre-ap classes because mm-hmm. i'm sure that i'm sure there's a lot of politics stupid tenure and stuff like uh, well, that well yeah i'm sure there's all sorts of politics in that shit uh, but yeah you end up with somebody who's teaching who who should be teaching at a college college level uh realistically oh, and yeah. he's dealing he's with students who don't Beowulf care to students who don't Care, who At all. like to disrupt, yeah, that, exactly. So, that, uh, and you know, he sometimes overreacted in ways I don't agree with, but I understand why he did it. Uh, but you know, you know, when you think about teachers like him who are in that situation, but then you have teachers like Miss Young who are just defeated, and it's like I remember I would play my PSP on my desk in her classroom, me and Jonathan both, no problem, and it was just like, huh, 
Uh oh, you let Podcast Cat in. Well, well here we no, are. What I used to hate about high school is getting in trouble Thanks, for man. reading in class. I would get in trouble for reading. Oh, you have homework. Well, fuck it. <laughs> that name is kind of suggestive that I can do it somewhere besides right now, huh? That's true. Um, and I would get in trouble for reading. I'd be like, no, it's for AR. We don't have AR. It's well, fuck. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what's funny about that, uh, what I was talking about with Miss Young, though, is like you could tell she was defeated because she would just let like fucking anything go by. So Blake had, we were supposed to do. Is Blake's last name end with a B? Yep. Uh, I know exactly you know who you're talking, talking about. about. So he was in that class. And I remember this is one of, he had two de- separate situations where it was one of the craziest things I had ever seen a teacher completely let go by besides one, one uh, time. I wouldn't be able to, man. I'd be like, let, well, one time she actually specifically said, all right, Blake, that's enough. And, and he got down, but she never wrote him up for anything. And he pushed it so far. His goal in that class was this teacher doesn't give a shit. How far can I push it and say whatever I want to oh, I before know I Young's, get to the point? Okay. No, he, he probably had his little speech and just had some words in it or something. Right? Oh, it was, it was the yeah. subject matter of the speech, what the speech actually even said. Uh, but I mean, but what was, can they do? Yeah, uh, that's the sad part. Well, he, she could have tried. You imagine, but she was can so you defeated. imagine going back to high school with your mentality you have now and how you would talk to people now with the with the mentality you have? Dude, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, honestly, and, but a lot of those kids don't know. They don't know any better, man. They're, you got to really think. Well, then you have people like Blake who was uh, and an athlete, people, and, and people well, yeah. wanted to treat him differently because he's an athlete, and coaches give him this whole. Well, you know, he's important to us. Spiel. It's like you know, we need oh, to make sure most he can't of our get budget trouble. comes from that. Yeah, you know, he used to mess with me a lot when we were in uh, North Heights when we all played Yu-Gi-Oh. He like stole my Dark Magician of Chaos mm-hmm. and like hit it in a shoe, and, like <laughs> completely bent it. So like throughout, like he he was just one of those people though that oh, was dude, like one day um, me and Seth were walking from lunch and he just threw a stick at me. Because well, he, he was upset because I was hanging out with some of the people, like some, because I I jump between people to hang out. I hung out with the yeah. soccer guys, and one day I was talking to the band or like some of the band people he was talking to, and then I was talking to some of the football guys. And I guess something about it because he had said something like, "Why the hell are you sitting over here?" And everyone was kind of looking at him like, "What the fuck?" Anyway, then we we're walking off, and he threw a fucking stick at me and Seth, and like looking back now. And um and Seth hung out with oh him. Oh no, it's more weird. He quit. Like, why would he even? But he quit messing with me after one time because like I remember the Coke machine thing. Yeah, I remember. I'm not even gonna... No, he he. This is well. That's what I was gonna say. Is he quit messing with me one time? And I don't remember why, but I was in a really really bad mood, and it had to have been either my senior year of high school or my junior year because the between the new building and then the old, they built that awning that walked yep. all the way the span of the sidewalk, and he said something to me, and I shoved him really hard. And he just looked at me and was like, hey. yeah, you want to get fucking more of this bitch? No, <laughs> no like he just he said something to me and I turned around and I just. But that's how high school goes. And you I know? pushed him. And then like he just kind of like he looked at me and was like. Man, no no like, one ever responds to me. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, dude. He's like, I didn't mean to make you mad. And he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, what, you, you think you're just fucking. You know? Well, see, that's what I was telling. Uh, that's what I was talking to Blaze about a second ago was that like he was an asshole. But it was funny. Like he really was kind of a bully. But it was more like. He's a bully because nobody likes him <laughs> it was almost it, it wasn't it was, even that as much as it was almost like nobody ever res- him. nobody ever responded to him in a way like you just did yeah so he thought it was acceptable and then when it he was got like caught, oh well, that's just my style of humor and then he I got caught out on it he should have yeah like, just but he was a big guy is the other thing what, what was weird he's not that big that's the problem well, big, but he's bigger than a lot of people if you really think back about then it. though he wasn't he was i was at, at that point i was taller than he was and like he might have been bigger See, and i think but, he never messed with me and i always wondered if it was because i was taller than him or what like what about me did he not? Me- he'd mess with Seth. He wouldn't mess with me. He always had that like he. Had but him and thing, Seth were also friends. Like where he stole my dart magician. I was like, I only like let certain people. 
like see my cards. Yeah. Like, I don't hand over my no, cards. Bringing Yu Gi Oh cards to school is a, a rite of passage of learning what yeah. the fuck about the real world. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I let them have, like, I was like, I let them look, look through my cards and I like looked away and then all of a sudden my Dark Magician Akasa is gone. Yeah. And then so, like, I talked to another dude. His, uh, his name was Demarcus and he was a real tall dude. I've known him all my life. And I was like, hey, dude, can you go talk to Blake? I'm pretty sure he just stole my cards. And dude walked over there and was like, you need to give Saul a card back right now. Like, was like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't have anything. And he's like, if you don't give Saul your card back, I'm going to throw you in that dumpster right over there. Pointing the dumpster behind the band hall at North Heights. He's like, hey, man, just calm down. He's like, hold on. And he took his shoe off. And he had, his, he had my card in his shoe. Like, where his and I'm sure in his mind, right? It was it's the whole thing of like a lot of kids do this, where you're really trying to do one thing, but if you get caught out and caught, it's like, oh, it was just a joke. I was just messing with him. Here's the thing: is that (laughs) like I gave him back to him because I kind of felt bad, honestly. But like, Demarcus took my card. He said, "Saul, come here," and he he gave me my card back. Demarcus put his hand on on Blake's shoulder and was like, "Let me see your cards real quick." And Blake took out his deck of cards, and I don't know if, if you know the Demarcus I'm talking about. This dude was big and tall. Oh yeah. I'm not scary. sure if I do or not. I but uh, he like literally face, took probably. his deck box and was like, Saul. And he just tossed me his deck box. He's like, there you go. He's like, if this guy ever gives you any trouble, you come back and let me know. <laughs> Dude just <laughs> hand me all his cards. And he, uh, at this point, Blake started tearing up. And I was just like, I feel bad for this dude. Like, so I just I mean, Blake, it was funny. Blake so I just tossed the deck box back to him. Where he became like, human. Like, you'd be like, oh, look, he actually cares. Yeah. And I think that it just was that he didn't get the attention that he wanted. And yeah. And that he was just. When you know, it, you know how his parents were, you'd actually understand it. But going back into yeah, it, yeah. the point of this was how bad some teachers can be in just not giving a shit. Blake's, he, he had two that stood out to me. Uh, things, right? What's weird is how. They were two speeches. He's in your classes, but he's in my grade. Yeah. Well, oral comm, you just oh, had yeah, to have. That's an elective, yeah. Yeah, so you, you just had to have yeah. before your four years were up. Right. Uh, so anyway, you know, he's in that class. We're just, we'd play our PSPs. I, I, he knew that Miss Young didn't give a damn. So what he would do is, like, one of them was uh, someone who was influential in your life. So, of course, I wrote one about my grandpa. I was like, all right, I love my grandpa. He's probably the most influential person I've ever had in my life. So I did that. Of course, what does Blake do? It's about his sister, which doesn't sound bad initially, right? Until... You go into the story of why it is and what the reasoning was. And it was because his story was because he had a hot girlfriend. His parents were out of town and his sister was the only person there. And I'm telling he used all of this language too. Maybe not in this exact order, but it was essentially to the point of my sister walked in while the girl was going down on me and sucking my, and he said, sucking my thing. And you just see Miss Young, like still looking down, just like, Whatever, and then he keeps going, and he goes through all this thing. Goes, and then of course he goes. My t- my sister goes and said, "You know, I was worried she was going to tell my parents, but instead she looks at me and goes, get done real quick, don't leave a mess, and I won't say I won't say anything.' And left, and he had this whole story. So it goes. Then I start, you know, I, I whip out the condom, and I was like, "How fucking far is this kid going to go? That's cringy." And he kept going. He's like, started rolling it on, and I told her, "You were about to get the monster." And it, he wrote it. It he, wasn't even like he it, that he believed it, right? It was again. The sole purpose of how he wrote the paper was how far can I go before Miss Young says stop right. it? And dude, he literally he literally got to the point where he was about to start describing putting his dick in her before Miss Young said, Blake, that's enough, sit down. Yeah, dude. He's just he's one of those people that like I felt bad for him because he legitimately was just trying too hard for well, people I mean, to like him. But then he had but other times where this he actually was, had a funny what, thing. This has been almost ten years though, so Yeah, that's true as well. I'm sure, he, I'm sure that, he's yeah, perfectly yeah. fine now. He was actually almost perfectly fine when he worked at GameStop. Yeah, actually. Dude, he, like, I think he just, he, I, he, he normalized I mean, like, a lot. The thing yeah. is, you think about high school and you think, all oh, those, 
your children. And right. that's the horrible part about high school. You get treated like children, and then you go from having to raise your hand and take a piss to all of a sudden you're paying right. taxes. Immediately. And, and you don't and ever you learn anything about and, those yeah. taxes and how to write a check or anything like or that. You know how weird it is in college to be able to be like, oh, I pay for this. I can get up and just go take a piss. Oh, yeah, no. I never, if I, I want to raise I can my get hand. up and not come back. Yeah. <laughs> there goes my money, but, you know. But I guess that's the difference. But the other story he told, and it's just, just to kind of balance it out, because that story was just cringy, but he had another one. They was still, again, the whole goal was, how far can I push this? And you were supposed to give an idea about something you wanted to do. And, of course, his was a business or something that was called um, Boats and Hoes, or maybe it was an event or something. And, of course, it was around the time the Step Brothers come out. So he's like, it would be Boats and Hoes. And he goes, and he goes, we'd be strictly BYOC. Bring your own condoms. <laughs> and it was just like, God, how far can you go? And it's more funny that this is 10 years later. And regardless of even if it's truly funny, it stuck with me because of how absurd it was in the setting that we were in. But that's just the way school went at that point with that particular teacher. And it's like I was saying to him when you were in there, it's like Van Hoos. We have one teacher. I know who, who that is. Yeah, but we had one teacher who was way overqualified for what he was doing, and the kids just shit on him, even though he was trying to be a good teacher. Then you have somebody like Miss Young who's just like, what the fuck ever? Not paid enough, dude. Mm, nope. It's a massive problem. Yeah, and that's what we're going to do. Like, you can see the difference between the amount of teachers. And I've always thought it was weird that you can really see when a teacher cares, and they really try. And even then, sometimes teachers just get shit on, like Van Hoos, right? And the worst thing I ever saw is because, of course, in my ninth grade year, you come in high school, you are a shithead. I mean, it's just who you are. You're a kid. You don't know enough about the world. Uh, you don't know how to respect people exactly. You're also trying exactly. to be cool around all the older exactly. kids. Exactly. Yeah, I just kept to myself, man. Well, but I had friends, and you were new coming into the high school too, right? What? No. I, or were you new at North I, Heights? I was new at North Heights. Okay. I, I stayed. I you, were, you were really, if you're even being honest, you've come out of your shell a lot throughout the school year. I don't know. Throughout, that. From, from when yeah. I first met you to keep going. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. He, he kept dressing up as Sasuke coming to school. That yep. was for nerd day. That was. That's, that's that, dude, what's weird is that's why I, I remember you like that every day. <laughs> but dude, also, that was for nerd day. That's how you're, one you're day like a weird, impact Like on you talked about with your friend groups, right? You're like a weird chameleon. You had that going on in high school. I remember when I met you, and it's like, you have Blaze coming to school as Sasuke one day, right, for Nerd Day. It's like, okay. Then you have Blaze playing in a band in the talent show with his fucking ringlet fro, yeah. playing rocking in the free world. Yep. <laughs> and it's just the group. And then you had him come and hanging out with us as like crazy metalheads. And then you had him hanging out with the band. I'm, I'm mostly dressed as a metalhead, though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you, I'd say your most common state was, yeah, emo slash metalhead. The, the the trivium stage of oh, metalhead, I just, right? I just talk to Early trivium. Because, you know, I still did sports and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know that's, but even then, um, I was going somewhere with something before that. But yeah, I mean, no, I just kept to myself outside of that. I oh, I know it was in ninth grade. Thing. So of course, I had me, Seth, Jonathan, Donovan, Tyler. I, Bo, Tyler McCusker, all in the same class as Mr. Van Hoos. So while I actually did respect Mr. Van Hoos and I was smart and I'd answer to stuff, you know, I did good and he liked me. But every now and then, I'd push the fucking. Who is the teacher at North Heights that was the and I felt science bad for that. teacher that was way too unqualified for being there? That dude should have been. Know. He uh, he was. Uh, Shipley. Oh, yeah. Dude, that dude should be a college professor. Yeah, and same with Van Hoos. You can just tell by the way he taught. It was like, the way he taught was college level, and if the kids would have paid attention, they would have gotten essentially a college level education for free. Coleman himself was like, when when mom died, he Mm -hmm. like literally came up to me, like, uh, I think I was gone two weeks, maybe one, and then he came up to me, and he's like, hey, dude, he's like, I know what just happened. He's like, don't worry about anything for the rest of the year. He's like, "If if you feel like doing work, you can do work. He's like, if you don't, don't worry about it. Because this is in April. So yeah. I only had two months left. But he's like, he's just like, if you want to read. He knew what kind of student you were at that yeah. point, too. It's like, I know that well, you were worthy. Well, he was an English teacher. And yeah. English English uh, had always been one of my better subjects. Like, obviously. 
And um, obviously, I'm just saying if you if you're if, with a name like Solomon, you if have you to live be. here, you don't and, and like you fail English class, it's just like it's, it's one of us. Like you know, is that an elitist tone I hear? <laughs> it sounds like you're gatekeeping. No, I'm not gatekeeping. Are, is I'm that just a saying, dog like, whistle? Like if you're if you're like anybody that we know that is in our group or whatever, yeah. and you grew up in the household that I know we all grew up in, grew up in, grew up. Then I go right there slipping, <laughs> talking about me. <being laughs> Obviously, I passed but, yeah, English, grew up. It's just like for all of us that you know grew up together in a way, or that knew everybody through growing up. It's like all the households we all know each other, where we all came from. It's like if you failed English, you just weren't trying. It's like all of us had the capacity to do that easily. Well, and even then, you're in the South where it's honestly our English classes were way more lax. And it's one of the things no. I appreciated about. Mm, um, I had a I had a couple of hard. Um, no, we could, we had a couple of hard teachers. Over. Turner was not hard. She was just, no. She was hard. She she was unless she changed. Up, I had I had she her was two getting, years in a row too. No problems. I didn't have her two years in a row. That's what I think made it worse on me. Is that I went? No, to, I didn't. I, went, I had her one because I'd miss King the next year, and she was a young teacher from Prescott who was really well, nice. Actually, I liked her a lot. I went from freshman to mm-hmm. uh, sophomore to AP. Which yeah, was, and that's a hard transition to make for English alone because it goes from just normal grammar to comp. And mm-hmm. like writing style and yeah. writing like priorities in a way. So th- and that's almost what I mean. Like what I was getting by, it's more lax. A lot of English classes throughout the rest of the country and definitely on Texas side, when you go to here, they're automatic, they're base level, not even AP classes focus on composition, but ours didn't. No, you, ours you, focused, could, you well, could go, you could go through Miss Turner's completely and have shit composition. But as long as your grammar was right and you had relatively okay normal, sentence placement. normal English. Yeah. yeah that's AP what I mean. was, that was all about composition. Was she an AP teacher? Yes. Oh, so that must've been what it was. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is in my AP version, that's I got the you. one that's that I what failed. I missed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the one I had to write the little autobiography sure. on. Yeah. I had her in normal but, and she was way too easy. Dude, I bought Coleman's book. I meant to, I was still meant to have read it all. Like I've read the first f- six chapters. I haven't read it, but I'm, I'm proud of him. I it like Coleman. He's nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. Um, Good, good teacher. But I think, guys, that's it. We've been here for a while. Does anybody else have anything they want to get off their chest before we end it? Uh, let's see. I got something I want to put on. <laughs> something I want to put on your chest? <laughs> I was thinking about it, shitting on someone's chest joke. No, no. Yeah, I wasn't going to Oh, show. Lord. No. You didn't want to get into the German poo porn? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess you... Well, that's hold it on, for hold us. Can't end oh, a, we can't end a podcast. Thank you, guys. <laughs> have you ever watched World's Greatest Dad? No. That's actually what I'm getting at. You don't remember the movie with Robin Williams? I nope. swear we've talked about this. Oh, yeah, this. we have. Never mind. And his son is, uh, yeah. is J- a Junie from fucking Spy Kids, and he's into uh, German Shiza porn. As well, no, it's, there's something ironic about that movie I'm not going to bring up here. Yeah. It's actually incredibly very, ironic. Yeah, very ironic. I mean, you, why not bring it up here? It's not that we're making it's, fun yeah, of it. It's it's not like it's, it was just uh, it's not like it's a secret. It's masturbation asphyxiation. Uh, well, it's autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, autoerotic asphyxiation. But it's that in the movie. No, it's near Automata. Considering how many times the sauce actually legitimately had problems saying automata, no, it's not automata. It's the fact that I've heard people automata. say automata, and, ooh, and, and <laughs> automata it's the fact that I've heard people say automata that's got me so messed up. It's funny too because it's like I absorbed that, yeah, because I would make fun of how they said it. Now I can't not say it that way. But it is ironic that in the movie, that's what it comes down to, right? And it's actually kind of sad, but in the movie, he he his son technically does hang himself. He does, but through a, a really a shameful version of that, and then of course he just moves him around to. Hey, he just straight up normally hung himself from depression. Is the he, way he made it look. He wrote like suicide letters. Yeah, exactly. And stuff. That was a good movie. It's a it, dude. It's actually it's a really dark movie, but it's one of my favorite movies. There's it's a, so good. There's a Jack Black movie like that. Um, not in the same story or whatever, but it's the same almost kind of themes of dark uh, humor. And I can't think of what it's called, but it's uh, his name's Ken in it. I'm pretty sure. He's like a funeral director. It's been so long since I've seen it. I want to watch it again. 
Was it Jackie? Was that the name of the movie? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. But But, on that note, we are through. Thank you for tuning in for Dickish at Best. Uh, As you can see, we don't apparently know how to end a podcast, but that's okay because I was having a perfectly good time there. Thank you guys for joining us with episode three. Let us know how we do, and uh, we'll see you guys back for episode four. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks to our patrons, Chad V, Dan Barber, Josh Jarrell, Matthew Green, my name is Dan, Douglas Blow, Sean Santarude, Eric McAllister, <clears throat> Matt Sycamore, Shadowist, Stephen Salazar, The Stonard, Travis Below, Eduardo Palomino, Stephen Swanlin, Coy Live, Philip Laguerre, Corey Hickerson, Brian, Donovan Williams, William Digital Spooker, Derek Porter, Josh Ayers, Thomas McKinnis, Brandon Edwards, and even though I keep forgetting to add you, and I'm going to change that, Sean1Neo, if you would like to support us, consider going to patreon.com slash nartech or clicking through the link that is in the description. Thank you.